your forearms and it's all connected. Right. All connected. Check, 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 check. You're a little hot over there, bud. Who, me? Check. Not him. Hot dog. I think you're pretty good. Hot dog. Sibilance. I don't, I can't hear myself now. I mean, I can. How's that? That's better. I did a little weird. I recorded a song the other night on the, uh, and I used my little box mm-hmm. and I unhooked some things. So things little box. Little <laughs> he used it. <sighs> little box. Check, check, check. First couple minutes of the episode is just going to be us checking. Sound checking. It's great. You were saying something about bench presses are for faggots. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm not trying to. Devalue it because I'm not good at it. Nobody that listens to this show works out. Just so you know, <laughs> yeah, there's a few. <laughs> there's a few. No, they're all homebound. They're <laughs> shut. They're ins. all shut ins. Like they have a nurse that comes in and checks bed cells <laughs> or bed sores. <laughs> uh, bed pretty, cells. An oddly steady percentage of our listeners are in hospice care. <laughs> Fifteen percent. It's weird, and like, and they're like, some and they're, will die, and then others will enter, and they're in their and they're in their thirties. Yeah, I know. It's very weird. A lot of mental disease, a lot of mental <laughs> mental disabilities. I mean, it's it's shocking. The show is a is a is a walking talking deep cut. That's what it is. <laughs> it really is. Um, now the bench presses. Bench presses for faggots. Go That's ahead. what everybody asks. You know what? How much you, you bench? Because it is in some ways the most impressive lift because. You're laying down a prone on something and pushing something off your chest, especially when you stack up the fucking plates and it's bars bending and all that shit. And I'd give, of course, respect to any guy who can move a lot of weight, of course, or or girl for that matter, or hermaphrodite, yeah, or whatever. And um, sounds pretty binary. But the thing about it is, well, it is one of the easiest uh, lifts to manipulate the equipment and the and the mechanics of it. To get within the rules of a bench press competition, you know, arms out real wide on this, yeah, super high arch in the back, you know, where they're where they're like this, you know what I mean? Like that's here's their back and here's their. They put their know. feet on the bench and. <laughs> or putting your feet on your bench is actually it's a different uh, version. It's actually more difficult to do it that way, um, you know. And you know, just uh, like I said, huge wide bench and just making sure that you can. The most impressive bench I've ever heard of is Bruno San Martino, where he was your back had to be flat and you had to take it out, and he did like six hundred pounds. Jesus, and had to you had to pause it on your chest. I mean, like a true pause, like for, for a count of like three Mississippi or something, and then press it, not go. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy, it's freak, it's it's crazy how strong he was, and um, you know, there's some there's some legit. In this valley, there's some legit best bench pressers in the fucking world. Like they always talk about the Hulk and and Larry Wheels, and Larry Wheels is impressive. Don't get me wrong, and Julius Maddox is impressive, but Julius Maddox weighs 400 fucking pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's a guy I know from. I don't know if I want to say his name, and it's not going to be in anything, you know, because I don't know if he'd like to be mentioned on the podcast. But he has legitimately. There is video of him bench pressing 500 pounds 10 times. There's video of him bench pressing 425 25 times. He could do 200 pounds more at the NFL combine than the guys who go in there and still bury him. I mean, it's just, it's unreal. And, 
you know, all these bench hogs, and that's all they fucking do. You know, is and and that's not him. He he also does other shit, and his other lifts are just in, just as impressive. Huh. But um, you know, I, I and CT Fletcher was t- had him on there, and I like CT Fletcher and everything. He's a he's an idol and everything. But he was talking about how strong the Hulk is, and you know, had that whole video Hulk smash and all that stuff. I was like, he's war- He's I said he's maxing out with what my friend warms up with. You know what I mean? It's like it's not that impressive. You know. And that's the thing. People don't realize how many strong people are walking around doing they can do, do that shit. But it also says in this, and I was reading an article about it, it says the true test of strength is really the deadlift. That's once you can deadlift a lot, that makes you a strong human being. Because that's it's why re- they call Eddie Hall, or I guess now Thor Bjorn. Oh, did he? he did he beat I think his record? He beat Eddie Hall's record. Jesus, what was it? Eleven hundred pounds or something? Some, it's something stupid like that. It's yeah. not fair. I mean. Obviously, he's the mountain. He's an undead thing, and he's he should he's deadlifting. It's just not fair. It's there should, undead people should have their own categories. Uh, they should. It should be completely. It's like all these men that are uh, crossing out. They're uh, transitioning to women. Yeah, and then they're just smashing all these records. But there's a lot of them who Janae Croc, which was Mike Crocoleski, who is now Janae Crocoleski. Um, I don't think he. If he competes anymore, he doesn't, I think, compete against women. He doesn't compete with the men either. He just kind of... They compete in like... A, there's an open... Yes. In a lot of competitions, there's an open weight class. Open or category. Whatever, open yeah. category for so, everybody to just jump And in. that's fine. You know? Yeah. But the thing about it is you have all these people attacking him. I, I, I'm... He... For one thing, he is... His, his life experience is unassailable. The guy's a fucking decorated soldier. He led the charge into like Fallujah. I guess motherfucker is legit a badass, and he's also one of the strongest human beings to ever walk the fucking planet. If he wants to transition, you shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got because he's earned it. I got a problem. People transition, but there's this like high school wrestler kid. No, no, no. I, that's just smashing these girls because they won't let her. And it's not this girl. I guess he's a he's a boy now. He transitioned from from girl to boy, and he's taking all the hormones and stuff. But they will not let him wrestle boys. And he is just smashing these girls because he's taking steroids because he gets testosterone injections and shit because he was a girl and now he's a boy, but they will not let him wrestle boys. So he is just absolutely murking these bitches and he's That's winning the usually, state championship. Usually it's the other way well, around. Yeah. Usually it is the other way around. They're but transitioning they, and letting them transition. And letting, but this is in a, in a Texas high school um, mm. high school wrestling. And they're like, it won't be fair if you wrestle the boys and it wouldn't, but it'd be more fair him wrestling the boys since he gets to take testosterone, then him just absolutely mollywhopping these bitches in these wrestling competitions. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, you know, a couple of the bodybuilders came to Croc's defense. Um, Phil Heath and uh, Hill Feath. Uh, there's another one who's a, a famous bodybuilder and basically told people to fuck off and what do you care? And, well, he, and it's like I was, they were having that conversation. I was down with. Lifting with some friends and, and they started talking shit about it. And I looked at him and said, What do you care? It's like, does that make him happy? Yeah, but I said, There's no yeah, but that's none of your business. How is that affecting you? Because I think it's gross. Then don't fucking look at it. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's I can't stand that shit. It's like the thing with, with homosexuals. I can't stand to see two two fags kiss. Fuck you. Fuck you for that. I mean, that means that you have you're harboring something. I don't if you I can't don't, look at two now I want to make a point. I don't like seeing two fags kiss. But I also don't like seeing two straight people kiss. I don't like seeing anybody kiss. So let's just stop <laughs> kissing in public around me. Okay? I mean, kissing. Right. Cancel kissing. <laughs> Cancel kiss. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. 
No, I just what hashtag it. The, the the most the ones who are most virulently anti-homosexual are homosexual themselves usually. Yeah. So Mike Pence has taken it in the ass a bunch of times. He he probably hasn't. He just wants to so bad. Yeah, no. Like his butthole. Every is time just he does that, Every time he does that grandfatherly smile, he's imagining the gay porn he's watched that morning. Yeah. How much gay porn have you watched recently? Whatever we've watched here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the habit of watching gay porn. It, it does nothing for me. I mean, but you come to a point where you're like, ah, oh, it's disgusting. It's just two people. And then it's just funny. Coupling. It's like, who cares? Who cares? But the gun care. in the butt was great, though. <laughs> I knew the second that tuned in, I was like, that's a fucking porno. <laughs> It's a good one too The horrid fucking camera work <laughs> The over the top fucking gangster portrayal I was like, this, <laughs> yeah, just trying to- this is going to degenerate <laughs> into something uh, Let's start the show How's that cradle? Stuck in the back of my throat right now <laughs> Like last night's come Neat. I don't know if I like it as well as the Ming Da I might have to get another kilo of Ming Da Just have that as that backup or something. I don't know. To, I've not, I don't know if I've ever even tried this this particular strain. It used to be like my go to switch when I got too much Ming Dai in me and it wouldn't work as much. I used to switch it instead of just cycling off. I was like I should have done. <laughs> I just switch fucking yeah. Just but this strain. is actually helping me because I don't take near as much. Like I'm, I used to take fucking heaping spoonfuls of fucking green Ming Dai's, like a cup of Ming Dai. You ever thought about cooking it and shooting it into your veins? Thought about it. <laughs> Shwemo, tis I, the Prince Podcast, and Bipolar Rock, Old Soul, and Sons, Godfather, Gaish. Episode 236, Pillowfort Radio slash the Don Blankenship Experience. It's a nice, beautiful Sunday afternoon. And as always, I'm joined by the former Intercontinental Champion, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawal River, the Boomer Bogtrotter, the West Virginia Wolverine. The sentient mountain, the human incarnation of the infield fly rule. That's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. I think it'd be funny if ever I had an instrument and they did a little solo when I introduced them, sort of like we're introducing a band. The bass player has a couple licks ready for whenever they introduce, like, you know? So we're going to emulate that now. Here comes Chuck. That's me, huh? That's the big man. <laughs> Why do you call him Clarence? That? You're like a foot, foot taller than me. <laughs> That's Clarence Clements. That's what uh, Bruce called him, the big, big man. man. Yeah, because Clarence, like Bruce Springsteen, is four foot seven. Is he really short? He's probably five six or something. I don't know. He looks big and hulking on stage because you're down here and he's up there. He's the boss. He is the boss. I'm only the assistant manager, but he's the boss. <laughs> assistant to the manager. Assistant to the manager. <laughs> That was an assistant supervisor. That was actually an Eddie Vedder joke uh, from their uh, storytellers. Was, I'm gonna do Eddie Vedder impression now, so excuse me. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, we've written a lot of, a lot of uh, driving songs, a lot of car songs. Not as many as Bruce. He's still the boss. I guess we're the assistant manager. <laughs> That's so Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's doing dad jokes. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna drink this wine in for in front of my alcoholic guitar player. <laughs> Yeah, that's such a <laughs> shitty fucking thing to do. He doesn't care. He was a heroin addict, too. What's yeah. what's Eddie going to stop doing heroin? Come on. Eddie, and Eddie. as always, <laughs> the world's greatest claw machinist, the Laurel Creek's most dangerous man, 
rocking a man bun. Look at him. It's sexy. It's handsome. It is... Uh, what was the 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 the, 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 the dirty shame? Uh, the Juna, the uh, Shawnee Minner, um, the uh, Bone Cruncher, the Bone Cruncher. Uh, just so many superlatives. It is jumping, John Morgan. Jumping, I like that. Jumping, jump because you do jump a lot. Crisscross cross and make you jump. <laughs> now I have to play that. Daddy God Mac damn it, Mag Daddy, make you. Now I've got to look that up. Now, uh, in my search history, when I die, it's going to say, why well, one time looked up crisscross jump jump on YouTube. Thanks, John. You should use DuckDuckGo. What's that? Uh, it's in the, in the search engine where they can't track what you're doing. It's not Google. The Google doesn't have access to it, supposedly, which they probably actually do. <laughs> they absolutely do. It's but Google. It, they're presenting it as you have more privacy. Do you think Christopher Cross was mad whenever crisscross came out? Uh, this guy that sang sailing. I don't think that he. I don't he think doesn't sound like a mad guy. Well, I'm saying he's not capable of being angry. It's like, okay, oh cool. There's because he'll turn using my name. He'll turn on his own music. It's like say like he was getting beauty, this beautiful voice coming out of this <laughs> ugly, ugly man. <laughs> it's like I mean, not to talk down on myself, but I am not a handsome man. But I do sing like an angel. I think everybody here can attest to that. I mean, I do. I sound like a one of those uh, one of those um. Those yeah, little, little boys that had their uh, nuts cut off. I sing like that. Castrato. Castrato. Castrato, yeah. I'm like Michael Jackson over here, but I'm not handsome. This kid's flow. I mean, did they have more than two songs that were good? I think they had. A, I still say a, "Wicked a Whack" all the they time. They had a uh, they had an album. They had "I Missed the Bus." They had "I Beat uh, the Day I Beat Shaq in Basketball." Oh yeah, here's some Christopher Cross. Now we're going to have to debate who's better, Chris Cross or, or, Chris, or Christopher Cross. Is that a fucking debate at all? <laughs> Listen to this shit. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> Listen to this. I took that crazy. My suspended cord. I'm, I'm going to. When I get home, when I take my nap before work, I take my hour nap. That shit's going on the fucking repeat. <laughs> It'll be 8 o'clock, wake up, I missed work. Fuck. <laughs> Listen to him. He's sort. He's got a little bit of Peter Cetera in him. Yeah, it's, he's obviously playing to a Roland JC100. Yeah, obviously everybody knows that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, John. Now let's put them over top of each other. I don't. Fit it doesn't like fit it at, at all. all. Somebody get DJ Cumberbund on this. They really need to. God, it's tremendous. <laughs> Sort of sounds like Ann Murray. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We got to get to the chorus, though. Oh. Here comes everybody. Uh. Takes me away. Uh-oh. Chris Cross had a, had an album called Young, Rich, and Dangerous. They were they were that. I mean, they were. I mean, they actually, they, they wore their pants backwards. That was very dangerous. This is actually farther on in their career. They actually had a, an album 
it's just they had an album there it is this is actually actually a song that I actually liked if it'll play what the hell's going on with this I don't know what, what's going on? Please there it goes. Does this warm it up? Uh, no, this is this is a song that was on. The name of the album was "The Bomb." Hell yeah! It had them on the front with a nuclear bomb going off in front of it in black and white, so you knew it was serious. Yeah, and actually a good song, but it wasn't for anything they did. It was completely <laughs> produced to fucking death. I mean, you can hear it. What are they about 15, 16 here? I think about 16, probably. How'd they never take off after that? I mean, they were some, all, some they people, had a foot in the door. Well, then they had the you had the clones, the Chris Cross Crane, you had the youngsters who actually had some really good songs. Another bad creation. Illegal. You remember Snow. Illegal? I don't know if I remember Illegal. I'll play Illegal. Illegal actually could rap his fucking ass off, but he just he didn't survive puberty, I don't think. That's a rough one. He didn't survive. Like he, he, I mean, his, his career didn't survive. I was going to say, puberty killed him? Killed him dead. He masturbated so much that not only did he go blind, but he died. He died of dehydration. It happens to people sometimes. Not often. So sad. I'm looking for that song. Moment of silence for illegal. Actually, there's hey, a, hey, actually, there's, a, there's a Russian rapper named Illegal as well. I bet is, that's aggressive. <laughs> of course, it is. <laughs> she has a song with he has a song with Shakira and Carlos Santana. Oh Jesus! Carlos Santana was just making songs with everybody. I even had one that was cut from the album. Is this actually this? No, I, I take that back. This is just a song called Illegal. <laughs> by Shakira with Carlos Santana. <laughs> you just wanted to look at Shakira. Yeah, who doesn't? She ain't bad though. I'd eat, I'd eat her butt. She's like, and, she, and she's not even in my wheelhouse. I mean, and I don't know she's what she looks amazing. Like. You don't know what Shakira looks like? She's pretty. I, I can and probably guess. Lie, I can tell you that. I could guess based on the name. What she she's like. part. She's part Colombian and part. Uh, she's part Arabic. I think. Yeah, something like that. So, hmm. some crazy, amazing shit was happening with that one. I mean, yeah, it's like she was created in a lab. Yeah, I mean, she could belly dance and shake her hips at the same time. It was crazy. Hmm. It's kind of like that um, that sex doll that Lars ha- has created in Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen that movie? Oh my god! It's a it. it I think we you should would take a moment it. to talk about that. Film. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Lars and the Real Girl. Well, I, I can't talk. About it, it is. Uh, it is. Um, I know who's in it. What's his name? Ryan. Ryan Gosling. Uh, Gosling. Yeah, who's an incredible actor. Yes, of course. And uh, he's extra incredible. He in made this. the Notebook watchable. Him and Ra- Rachel McAdams did. Yeah, he made that movie. Rachel McAdams. That movie is a good fucking movie. And he's movie. better in this. She's got he, some dumps he, on her too. Rachel he, McAdams. Yeah, he kind of puts on some weight. He's playing like this this depressed Canadian guy who's like extremely introverted. I'm in. <laughs> like, like he he makes like he makes me look like a social butterfly. <laughs> you didn't see the look I gave John. I did. It, was, it, it stung a little bit, but I got the joke. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, never joke. So, There's a little bit of truth though. Yeah, so he he plays this extremely depressed, extremely introverted Canadian guy, and it's like winter in Canada, and he like lives in, um. So like his brother and his wife live in this nice house and he lives in the garage 
by choice. Like they want him to live in the house. Yeah. But he won't. That's weird. Yeah. But he's like, he's like really friendly and soft spoken. And he, you know, he goes, he has like a cubicle job. Potential serial killer is what you're saying with this. He's somebody that people would think was creepy. Right. Uh, even though he's actually like harmless and really kind hearted. And, and incredibly attractive because he's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. A chubby <laughs> right. Ryan Gosling who has all these secret talents and things, but nobody knows because he's so introverted. And, um, He's like obviously traumatized. You don't really know why, and so he orders a sex doll. What's what's her name? I forget her uh, name. Mon- I want to say Monica. Something like that. But um, and he, he, I think she's like Colombian or something like that. But you know, a decent looking sex doll for that time period, whenever that was, it was like two thousand eight or I don't mm-hmm. know two thousand. Uh, and he starts taking her and introducing her to people as his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Deadpan serious. And God. and the people first everyone's like shocked and then this, they talk to like a psychologist it's like well maybe you should just go along with it and let him work it out and so the whole town gets on board and starts treating her like a person <laughs> he's that so, he's such a nice like, guy that everybody wants yeah, to and and his, be happy and his uh, brother and sister in law are like bathing her and taking her to church and she's like you know weighs a hundred pounds or something like taking <laughs> her and she's you know she's in a wheelchair so it's like oh yeah she's got she's you know she's disabled so they have to treat her like. And, um, you know, comic hilarity ensues. And it's kind of, like, sad and kind of serious, but also extremely hilarious. Yeah. And he's awesome in it. It's a, it's a, yeah, really, it's an like amazing movie. It, it'll probably have one of those moments that'll make me fucking ball, though. Oh, I'd, I'd say there's... But those aren't hard ones. for me. Like, I'm, I'm real susceptible in movies it's to crime. It's got lots of... Like, it's got Emily Mortimer, Paul Schneider, uh, Kelly Garner. All these people are familiar. Doug Ma- Lennox. Mars and the Real Girl. I've heard of it. I wanted to watch it because... It, it was it, that one and her are like, it's it's like interchangeable. Her, except, except for her, in, in her it's like a, it's like a, an AI that actually talks back to him and learns his mannerisms and stuff, and uh, um, but in this it's just a doll, like it doesn't communicate. Like he believes maybe that she communicates with him. Yeah, like he has conversations with her, but she's not like, speaking back. Right. Like there's some there's some like scenes. I'm sure I don't remember all of it of them like watching a movie on the couch and him like laughing and nudging her, like doing shit like that. I'm sure there's some shit like that in. And they're like they'll be like at a party and they'll like kind of split up and and the the girls will be like she'll be like with the girls like like gossiping and he's like with the dudes drinking a beer. It's like I, okay, I'll just have one. She, she I told her I just drink one. So. <laughs> Holy, and he's like totally whipped. In a, breaking news! Breaking news! You seen Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Remember the Moyle on there, the 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 crazy Moyle who got mad at everything, he yelled. His name was Charles Levine, right? He's mm-hmm. not. He's. A, this isn't funny, but it's shocking. After Charles Levine's body decomposed, body found partially eaten by vultures. Jesus, this Christ. is real. <laughs> Tracy just sent me this. Tracy Peters did. <laughs> the seventy-year-old actor became lost while driving his Fiat on June twenty-eighth in Cave Junction, Oregon. Eventually, leaving his car and falling down a steep slope. Authorities didn't find his body until July 13th after it been purportedly been partially eaten by vultures and maggots. Holy fuck. And that's what happens when your body dies in nature. Though he had been retired for 20 years, Levine previously... Stuff eats it. ...appeared in episodes of TV shows like Seinfeld, The Twilight Zone, and Alice. Alice. Do you know Alice is a spinoff from... Uh, Mel's Diner. No. It's a spinoff. Oh, that was they changed the name. No, it's a spinoff from. They stole it from Alice in Wonderland. It's a, it's a spinoff <laughs> from a Scorsese movie called Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. It is not. Yes. Is it really? Yes. That's so weird. Yeah, I've started. She, watching. Was she in it? No. Okay. Completely different people are in it. Mel. 
but like it's completely different, of course, because it's like a sitcom. I, I'm so disappointed. Kiss my grits. The, the flow wasn't in it. Kiss my grits. <laughs> <laughs> she played the mean lady who wanted to kill Billy's dog on Gremlins. Yes. Um, and then there was Vera, who always did this shame, shame, shame. It was God. Bill, but that's a show Bill Burr would lose his fucking mind over. I was listening to him talk about Happy Days and how what a piece of shit it became. By he's like, it always always was a piece of shit. It's fucking stupid. It started out as it started out as uh, an attempt to recreate the magic of American graffiti on the small screen, and they did at first. It's actually a cool slice of life of the fifties or the in the early sixties. Then it shifted into this. Everybody had a fucking catchphrase. Yeah. I mean, it was wah, so, wah, 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 wah. I was like, what? Oh, God, Chachi. Tom Bosley hawking his trash bags. Remember, he was the glad spokesman. <laughs> He's also David the Gnome. And that was another thing. This is such a meandering conversation. That's fine. Into another fucking thing. <laughs> you remember the show, David the Gnome? The, no, the, not. It was a cartoon that came on Nickelodeon, like, in the 90s. Apparently, I remember the name. Yeah, and the Bradley loved it because it drove me fucking nuts. He used to watch it just because it made me angry, which is a totally Bradley thing to do. He he used to watch shows on purpose that I knew that that, that he knew would make me angry. Something like I get the feeling like if you were like extremely homophobic, Bradley would just become gay to piss you off. <laughs> Probably would. <laughs> he just, but he just he would just do like one gay thing one time and then quit. <laughs> not really be gay. Just to say, you know, he'd, be, he'd wear rainbow suspenders or something. I don't know. Hey, um, big spender. <laughs> he'd start. He'd just start talking with a lisp, just to make you mad. Start in that monotone he has and singing show tunes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a show tune for him to sing. Oklahoma. <laughs> um. Borderline Feels like I'm going to lose my mind You just keep, keep on, on driving my love Over the border Anywho On one of the shows he used to watch David the Gnome Voiced by Tom Bosley There was a final episode where David the Gnome and his wife Die Where, they go, where they go up into the fucking woods On a children's yes. show Yes they, they say, yeah, it's time for us to leave. And they, they die, and then they become part of this tree, which is actually a really beautiful thing. But wow. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that's a bit much. You know, it's like dinosaurs, the ending of dinosaurs, where everybody <laughs> fucking croaks, which I'm happy about because that show. You balls. shut your mouth about dinosaurs. You, you indeed are the not worst. the mama. You are not the mama. God. I've had this debate with somebody else. It's somebody, fun. Somebody, it ought fun hit you, somebody ought to hit you in the head with a skillet. <laughs> Talk about catchphrases. Um, yeah, that was thing was filled with catchphrases. There was a guy to, that uh, I went to school with. He had a big ass, and we called him Earl because of uh, Earl from the from the dinosaurs. He had, yeah. a, had his big fat tail. He was, did, had quite a donk on him, didn't he? He did have a donk. That show was so expensive to make. Oh yeah, it was crazy. I wonder if uh, it looked uh, cool. It looked great. It looked great. I and I was excited for it. Then I watched it. I was like this is garbage. I liked it. It, it was just the honeymooners. Yeah. Except for they were dinosaurs. And, and they had kid, kids. One of the more interesting things this week was uh, Rick Baker, the guy that, the monster maker. Yeah. Created all the monsters for all the all the good ones, at least. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was on Rogan this week. Oh, shit. It was really cool listening to him talk about how much fun he had just being a guy that made monsters. He's on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, he, he was in, he did all the effects for a thriller, and he was indeed one of the people crawling out of the, one of the graves in thriller. Mm-hmm. 
I, was, I just thought it was cool listening to that guy. I, I wish, I, I I wonder, wish they still did monster movies. I wonder how many he's. I wonder what all ones he did. Did he? Did he do the alien movies? He did one of them at least. Though, I wonder if he did the thing. Have you ever seen the original thing? Not the original, but the, but the the Kurt Russell one from the eighties. I'm sure I have. It is so fucking disgusting. Like it is, the monster can take on anything. There are sequences that that are turn your stomach. This the head comes off this guy and peels off and it becomes a spider and like crawls out of the room. It was so, it's so fucking. Oh man, make your skin crawl. I'm looking up his filmography right now. Let's see. He's he's essentially retired. He did a little bit for Maleficent, Men in Black Three. Tron, Wolfman. He said he, he really liked what they did for Wolfman, even though the studio got in the way of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Tropic Thunder for Robert Downey. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fucking that's good, really dude, because he looked like a black dude. Yeah, he really did. Norbit. That was good, too. Yeah. Um, a lot of, he does all the practicals. Hellboy, Haunted Mansion, Men in Black, of course, uh, The Ring, Planet of the Apes, the yeah, 2001. Men in Black. Movie, I, I enjoyed that movie it in wasn't 2001. Bad. <laughs> but it was <laughs> Defenders. <laughs> He did the Grinch. They said they just wanted him to paint, um, to paint uh, fucking Jim Carrey green, and just put a little bit of hair on him. And he said, and he put the make put the whole gear on himself, and said, "This is what you're going to get. You're going to get an actual <laughs> fucking Grinch." They're like, they're like, but then people won't know it's Jim Carrey. Like they'll know it's Jim Carrey. His name's on the poster. Yeah, it's in the fucking credits. You stupid fucking idiot. He's the most famous actor in the world at this point. He did all the Nutty Professors with uh, um, Eddie Murphy, Damn. Mighty Joe Young, Psycho from '98. So if, if let me ask you this: If blackface escape from L.A. If blackface is then like, he did the thing is an affront to you know Batman to, to people of color. It's like really rude. Mm-hmm. Is wearing a fat suit? <laughs> yes, it is. It's fatism like, or is body it, shaming. You should or, hire a real fat person. Yeah. I Eddie just, Murphy wearing a fat suit. There's all kinds of talented people, you know, fat black people out there that could act like that. I don't know, just a thought. Discuss. He did Harry and the Henderson's TV series, which I don't remember. He also did the movie. I mean, he did all the good shit. Fucking Coming to America. I just thought it was cool listening to him talk about how much fun it was being a dude that just made monsters for a living. Actually, it wasn't uh, It wasn't him on the thing. It was Rob Botton who did did, did the thing. And it was... Um, I I might show you a couple of sequences here that are just. I mean, he did Star Wars. I, uh, actually, I'm not going to show you because I can't watch them myself. But what, what is it? The monster, all the the like the transform. It's on if you if you if you can stand it, and it is a good movie. It's on. Prime. It's on Amazon, and it's the thing. It can be watched right now, and it is so nasty. Like it's, but so amazing. Like it's all practical. And it, it infiltrates one guy, and then his head like comes up, and he's like, and it's all just sort. I mean, it's so it's all the shit that makes you want to just puke. You know what I mean? Because it's so visceral. Mm-hmm. Digital effects do not do that. They don't. I that's mean, what for, I, that's, because your your as much as your eye, your eye and your brain know, looking at it, that it's not real. As much Even as I love like all the Avengers and like all sure. that stuff, it's a lot of fun and stuff. I still, um. The like the Joker movie hit me harder because it was all real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the 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 body and the brain knows when it's seeing something that's digital, even though it's so close. Exactly, it still doesn't cross. You even Valley. though you don't consciously know it at that point, there is something that that grabs you with practical effects because it is real. It is something that's actually there. 
that it that it grabs you and can really fucking get you. You know what I mean? It's like that's why makeup is still such a thing. You know, people think, well, that's going to take it. No, it's never going to take it away because no matter how advanced digital graphics get, it's never going to get that good because your brain will know. I'm I'm putting that. I'm gonna. I'm really believe that. You know, it'd be, it'd be interesting to yeah fast forward ten years and see if that holds. Sure, up. but what I'm saying, and well, and also. The game systems, I saw some footage from the PS5. I couldn't tell if it was real or not. I mean, it was just a scenic, you know, river with cr- trees and shit. I'm like, that looks real. I can't tell. They said, no, that's that's <laughs> graphics. I'm like. It's so weird. I'm getting a PS5 the second that motherfucker comes out. The I don't, second? I don't care how. My God, I don't man. care how fucking expensive it is. Are you going to go pitch I'm, a tent at GameStop right now? No, they're not going to run out. Sony is well aware of the demand that's going to be for that. When is this system. some bitch coming out? Next year. Jeez. Even the PS4 seems like they barely even scratch the surface. I but it takes so long to produce quality games with, now. That with the games that, uh, like the good games that I've played, like the um, Red Dead and Red Dead, Spider-Man, and, Spider-Man and uh, all the Batman and uh, the fucking Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like they've pushed what they can do on that one pretty far. Well, the thing about it is, too, it's funny that the Last of Us is in the exact same boat it was for the first one because it was on the PS3 and then it was going to the PS4. Yeah. So this one's going to be on the PS4 and then ported over the PS5. You know, so you it's can, hard to believe that, that that Last of Us was what, 2012 or 13, mm-hmm. the first one? Yeah. Dang. And then they it took them a year to put it out on the PS4 to re-up the graphics. Yeah. Man. And for the PS3, like I'm playing the Uncharted games now, which I finally broke down. And Aaron and Elena both told me, you know, those are awesome. You should play them. So I, they had the first three for twenty bucks for the PS4. It's like fuck yeah, I bought it. Start playing them. They are fucking. Whenever tremendous. you get done with them, I want to try them because sure. I only hear amazing things about them. They're. I can tell you the graphics in the first one are dated, but. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the story is so good. It just and it's so much fun. You're going through. You're going through through El Dorado in the beginning. <laughs> like I was like, it's fucking El Dorado, the city of gold. You're you know, it's 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 you're going through caves and you're climbing shit. It's like, and you're actually dealing. There's a Nazi sub at one point that was went through a river. I'm like, this is an Indiana Jones fucking movie. This is all this is. And I thought the character would not grab me, the Drake character. I was wrong. He had me in the first two minutes. I'm is like, he a good I like this fucking guy. And he was in a wheelchair. That's good. That's where I was going. You knew it. <laughs> he's a black kid from Canada who's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And, then he and jumps now he's out. a billionaire. And now he jumps out. Yeah. Shit. He started um, from the it, bottom. I believe it's pronounced <laughs> Canada. Now he's here. I've been watching a lot of kids in the hall. Speaking of. Oh, you've been watching a lot of kids in the hall? Yeah. God. Should we do favorite things? Yes. Let's, let's do that. I've got quite a few this week, actually. Not least this uh, workout I got involved in today. The, the, the fucking time of taking off is. Are you actually taking a couple days off a week now? Yeah, I took. That's a good boy. Who's I took a good five boy? off this week. Hell yeah, dude. Three. Get that fucking rest. No, four. In. I took four in. Get that rest in, motherfucker. That's what was standing in my way. Like all my strength was going down. My strength today was somewhat was ridiculous. Like how how stronger I got Another over a period is, over a week. I'm, I'm not like spying on you or anything, but I don't think that you're sleeping like for full long periods. No, I do. You sleep a good eight hours all at once? Six. Yeah, and then I nap during the day. Because I know you, t- I, for a while there, it seemed like you'd sleep like I wasn't in, sleeping in four well hour chunks. Long. Yeah, I wasn't sleeping well okay. for a while. Because um, sleep's really important. The testosterone knocked that one out. Like oh, the second okay. it put me on it, I started sleeping well again because my body would go into restorative sleep. Neat. So, yeah. It's there, uh, nothing but good so far. I mean, it's just, 
That's a favorite thing. The, the testosterone has really started to kick up. Like, we were talking about. Well, we'll probably get into it later about uh, keeping track of everything. Like whenever we do like a competition yes, or yes, whatever, we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of what uh, Rogan and, and all his buddies did for Sober October. Mm-hmm. They got like these straps that they put on that measures sort of like a Fitbit. sleep, um, heart rate at all times, uh, resting heart rate, which is whenever you're in your deepest sleep, that's what your resting heart rate is. But it, I think they're expensive. Sure. It'd be yeah. nice to get something like that. Sure. They got them for free, of course, because it's big advertisement. <laughs> yeah, the only exactly. reason I'm talking about it. Yeah. But uh, it'd be nice to be able to – like me and Aaron and Elaine were talking with the DDPY app. There should be a thing where you can get a group of your friends and – You track, can taunt them. Track each other's workout <laughs> and, you may, and you talk shit and you go back and forth. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be for everybody, but it's fun to make fun of each other. Well, we were talking about the competition. The competition – would be unfair in some ways for for some people and unfair in others. John, obviously, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reach the max anything against you guys, but I can. eat. That's not exactly true. I don't. Well, I, I think I, I think, think what's most important is um. Well, we'll get into the parameters of it, but like start your starting point and where you end. But the most improved part, I have a, a distinct advantage. That's what because, I'm saying because I have yeah. so much headroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've never. And that's fine. I still have like beginner gains. I mean, I'm like. I can't like I went and looked at like average bench press and stuff like that, and they had it s- split into four sections like total beginner, uh, I think they called it novice or mm-hmm. something, intermediate, intermediate, and then heavy duty, and I was pretty much in column two on pretty much all of it, mm-hmm. guessing on some of my max because I never max out, right? But um, don't max out. Yeah, I don't see the point. But um, so I'm like, well, uh, you know, and especially especially if I cut, you know, if I lost. The weight that I feel, if I was at the weight that I feel like I should be at, then I'm like almost into intermediate on some of those lists. So, right. um, but uh, so I'm, my point is, I'm not a beginner, but you guys are starting, you only, you can only get so big. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right. you guys are already close to that. Whereas, like, I, I could get a lot bigger, a lot faster. Well, I was thinking, though, the testosterone makes it that kind of a moot point yeah, as well, that, because that, that really, that gives you that an really kicks, advantage. Yeah, it does yeah. give me a, a bigger ceiling. Right. But it also, all it does is set me. Where I should have been in the first place. Like, I've never achieved what I should have achieved. You know, it's going to set me where I should have been. You know what I mean? So, well, I have two uvulas, though. He does have two. Have you ever looked at his uvulae? No. He has two uvulae. He has uvulae. Do you really? Yeah, check it out. Uh, I can't see. You have to really get in. I'll I'll look later. I mean, I believe you. John has two uvulae. That's the point. That's the entire reason why he's on this podcast. We're not even friends. (laughs) He's just more interesting. We don't have any friends. (laughs) I have associates. Cronies. Henchmen. I have henchmen. I'm more of a chum. Yeah. (laughs) Out of all my friends, if I needed henchmen, who would I choose? You're my friend, aren't you, Mo? I am a well wisher. I don't. I don't wish you any particular harm. <laughs> That's one of the funniest fucking things ever on The Simpsons. Should we talk about what we're going to do with the uh, the comp? It's not even really a competition. But just keeping track with it, or should we wait till after favorite things? Well, I mean, it, it does. I mean, it's our show. We can do what we want. Yeah, we can do what we we're want. We're already talking about it. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So it was your idea. So you get you start with the. You start with the. Uh, the lifts you would include would be the ones that are all the heavy multi-joint movements. Bench, squat, bent over row. I'm not doing squats. <laughs> you don't have to do squats if you don't want to. They hurt my knees. Then you're going too heavy. And my hips. No, I'm not. 
Even lightweight does. I don't like them. Start you, with the bar. I like bodyweight squats. That's fine. I don't care if you do any squats at all. I just try to increase my reps of bodyweight squats. Okay. But that's going to... I hate to tell you this and not to be not to be a finger wagger. That's going to limit your, your development in other things. If you don't squat and deadlift, it will, do, it will limit your bench press and your other things. It will. Promise. Okay. He's not wrong, but you don't care. <laughs> no, I really don't. I'm fucking right. almost, I'm almost 40 well, I've never lifted Like what What am I aiming for the stars here I'm not going to go crazy on squats like I used to I'm, I am I, I'd rather, I was doing I'd rather go do K-more steps than do squats That's fair I, I mean You guys aren't doing You know you, There's there's things that I do You're going to deadlift though right Yeah I'll do deadlifts. Well that'll, that'll offset yeah. it then yeah. I mean as, as long as you do one or the other I might even do lunges I'm just not doing squats Okay well, Farmer's walks Then you're Farmers, I do those every day, not with heavy weight, but two, 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 five, two five gallon buckets with about three gallons of water in them. I do, I do about, farmers walk, about yeah. six of those every day. I used to do them up the hill with 50 yards. Up pound, the hill with the 80 pound dumbbells. And I was them. trying to think of like a Vinny Barbarino thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, up the hill with a water pill. I don't know. Okay, so, so you're saying, you're saying, up the ben- hill with a aspirin pill. So you were saying the, the, the primary. Okay, bench, squat, deadlift, bent over row. Overhead press, pretty much the five. I was wanting to include curls and stuff in that, but he won't. Include, he won't do that. I'm going. I, I'll probably, <laughs> I, do curls. I just don't like them. I'll probably do curls, but I mean, look at these fucking guns anyway. Baby. Look at these sons of bitches. It's not fair. <laughs> I would do curls. I love them. I mean, I'm, it's one of my favorites. I'm not gonna. I'm. I might do like the concentration ones, like this, but like something about like you, the flat bar that hurts my wrists. And I don't like the the uh, actual curl bar. The knurled curl bar. I mean, it, I don't like it. So I might just do like concentrations with dumbbells or something. We can do dumbbells. We could, we could all just agree to do concentrations as the as part of the contest. Okay, that's fine. Or some other movement that we all agree on. Try to build those peaks. Here's a thought: we should do measurements. We should, so and, can, and so that could be one swole, of the things. Getting the most swole. Yeah, but here's the thing: I'm probably going to lose. As I go, because you're losing weight. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't matter. Who it's, gives a shit? Yeah, I know. It's, but we're just going to keep like track. Life and death here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not any stakes. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, is somebody going to have to like pay a thousand dollars to each of us? Like, none of us can afford that. <laughs> no. I know I can't. So, um, no. But then you just start. I was thinking you could start. My idea was everybody starts at uh, like one thirty-five on every exercise. Because that's just the bar plus a 45, you know. Mm-hmm. So then what, is that, what I was going to say is it's also a, a, a strategy game. Because you can immediately, right off the bat, I can say that I'm too strong for 135 for some things, and I am. So I can immediately skip ahead. But if you, if you steadily progress and put five pounds a week on every exercise for 52 weeks, that's 260 pounds you're adding on, on said exercise. I would probably need to hang out at 135 for a couple, I've of weeks. done that, <laughs> and that's well. That's the thing because that's that's like a, that's about what I can do, right? But you, but that's your choice. You know, the end game is what you're going for. You know what I mean? Like it's it's slow and steady versus skipping ahead a hundred pounds is a, is a gamble because you are going to stall out before somebody who is just going steadily. You so know what, what I, mean? I could, what I can I haven't lifted in a year, but I could probably start on bench at say one eighty five. And do five fives for, of that. For five reps. And do five fives of that. But then my gain is going to be different. But then it, 
it won't be as much as other people's games. And squats, I could probably start off at two seventy five or something. Maybe I don't. I haven't done squats in a year, so I, don't, I probably shouldn't start off there. But uh, no, I wouldn't. I'd probably start maybe two. Start off with like a hundred or something and get your form back or whatever. One thirty five is. I'll probably start off at one thirty five. It's crazy light on squats. I mean, it's when you when you've done them. I just don't want to get sore. I don't want to get. It's gonna happen. I know. Even with one thirty five, it's yeah. gonna happen. But I have been doing body weight squats, but then you just add that extra weight on top. Yeah, it's completely. Which is what I used to have it, on me anyway. It completely changes the nature of the exercise because it's not something you have on you. It's something that you're bearing. I mean, it's load bearing as opposed to in what you have on you is completely different. It changes the the whole attitude of the thing. So I'm, I'm kind of curious though. This is kind of can we can so. we include the the listeners in this? So sure. If Adam Bryant wants to get. I don't think with we us. anybody. I don't think anybody wants to compete with Adam Bryant because he is he's probably a, he's a monster. That's what I'm saying. He is. If he, he has lifted tattoos. for six months, he would be stronger than all of us. That's just the truth. Yeah, but he's a girl. So eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> so you said, if I don't do squats, it it will limit how much my gains on the bench press. Absolutely. Can you explain to our listeners? Because when you do I a, already know the when answer. you do a load bearing exercise, like something a squat or a deadlift. Now deadlifts will offset that, but if you do deadlifts and squats, you're releasing more HGH, you're releasing more testosterone, and your body has to bear the weight more, so the the whole body gets stronger. That that's actually guys who never squat when they start squatting again and they do all upper body gain an inch on their arm. It has without to do, even doing so. It has else. to do with like your body, the chemicals your body's releasing yes. and things like that. It's yeah. the big movement. It's uh. It's Squatting and deadlifting are the two largest movements you can do. So your body has to get immediately stronger in every other capacity. Doctor Squat almost didn't do anything except squat. So it turned, he, it, his it, body was. It turns gigantic. on your strength yes. building shit. You flip a switch. Boom. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the best way to fucking say it. It, it just flips a, like a a kill switch that's turned off. It just kind of kicks it. Tells off. your body to build muscle. Yeah, exactly. Just, hey, faggot, get in there. Deadlifts do it too. Um, but, Snatches. Yeah, anything that's. Uh, hand cleans, um, getting smashed at jujitsu. That that would too. Absolutely. I mean, that's Probably. anything that's um, getting a gun in the butt. Gun in the butt that triggers the f- fight or fl- flight or fight response. The trigger triggers the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with the 38 and see if I can work up to the 12 gauge. <laughs> I'm going to start with the one, the gun that the Joker had in Batman '89. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it come out of my mouth, Bob. Gun. <laughs> but what we're doing is uh, we're gonna everybody's gonna start wherever they feel like starting, where they're comfortable starting, and see where we end up at, at the end of the year. Like, we're probably gonna give up about midway through and sure. just lift weights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at consistently gathering None of, data. Nobody, nobody really is the data thing. Ever. There is an app you can get uh, mm. five by five strong lifts that'll. Gather the data for you. All you got to do is enter in what you're doing. I was going to go. I was. I'd convinced myself last night that I should just go back to lightweights on everything and start over. And I was like, wait a second. That's all that progress I'm just going to abandon. That's dumb. So I. The only thing I did that with is bench press. I went all the way back to 135 and working on my form. And it's crazy light. So that, that won't, mm-hmm. you know, that won't last very long. Um, 185 I did very easily You know what I mean But that one About 205 is when I start to get some pain Really start That's And I also notice That's when my form Starts to shift uh, One thing I so, can tell you The the hanging thing I see in that video About the hanging That'll help your shoulders And there's certain movements In, in yoga Like down dog um, There's quite a few of them Where you're just basically Balancing yourself On your hands mm-hmm. And stabilizing yourself 
Um, uh, that'll my days really off, help. I might start doing yoga. That's what I'm going to do. Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, me and Aaron are going to lift, and Tuesday, Thursday, and maybe Saturday or Sunday, uh, I'm going to do a hike on one of the days and yoga. I'm not doing anything. The winter time is the time. Since I've got the test cuffing season, <laughs> going to find you a gal. <laughs> Since I'm cuffing? Yeah, that's what they. That's one of the new terms. During the fall and winter, it's cuffing season. People hook up for a while, then spring comes. They're like, there's more pussy out there for me to get. And then there isn't. <laughs> so, so you're like more monogamous during cuffing season? I think so. Or something? Because everybody gets lonely. It, it would probably follow uh, biological rhythms as well. That makes sense. You shack, you got you need a warm body to depend upon. Right. Somebody that you can actually trust in the winter months when life becomes more difficult. See, that's what kills me about humans is that we're so far away from what we should be. You know what I mean? Uh, we're not monogamous, but we should be more monogamous than we are. <laughs> it's like you you think? sex at dawn. Yeah. I guess it depends on which biologist you're talking to. I would think that there's a, there's a lot of evidence that like, you know, there's like lots of group sex happening. We're supposed to be polyamorous. Like women, sure. women are wanting to like have be gangbanged and stuff like for a reason. Is that right? There's, there's, there's a lot of evolutionary biology talking about it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, in sex at dawn, he talks about a lot of cultures, uh, you would have your wife or whatever they consider to be a wife. Sperm competition. But everybody would bang everybody. That way, whenever she gets pregnant, you, you don't really know whose kid it is. So, every, so everybody loves the kid and everybody takes care yeah, of each other because it's in like a tribe it, or whatever. It collectivizes responsibility. Like people that have super dangerous jobs like fighter pilots and stuff, they're often swingers because they have a high risk of death. And whenever they, if something happens and they die, there's this, this group of dudes that also love his wife that just died. The guy that just died, his wife, so that she'll be taken care of after he's gone, and the kids. Will I don't know, man. I'm I'm so. One thing I'm I wouldn't enjoy. One thing I've noticed about myself, and this is something that I'm that, I, that I'm going to have to accept, is that uh, the thing about jealousy and and developmental stuff, and and not and not having that pass me by. Like I'm saying that the dating scene hurts me. And I always withdraw. You know what I mean? If that makes Me any too. sense. Me <laughs> too. I just, I just, I, just I think, I ass. think most people feel that way. Sure, but I mean, but I'm actually proactively going after it, where I just withdraw from everybody. You know what I mean? And do what I do, and lay back and wait for somebody to find me. You know what I mean? And you know, it, that's the one. You're not. You're allowing someone to choose you instead of choosing them. Basically, yes. I have so, the same problem. Um, Me too. It's uh and also, it's because the things I'm doing right now, um, the weightlifting and, 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 and the physical culture has become everything. That's what I'm doing now. So um, so I, I don't go out. I don't meet people. You know what I mean? I, I just don't. So, and that's, that's completely okay with me. Um, that's not, uh, that, that has no, no inherently negative connotation to sure. it. No, it doesn't. Well, um, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, I've I've got a ticker on on all, on my uh, on my weightlifting journal, and it's 365 tick tick, you know, and every now it's, it's down to 322 now. Been doing it for 43 days, and by the time it gets back around to zero, I will have progressed so much, you know what I mean? Because a year's a long fucking time, especially if you keep going after it, especially with all the testosterone and all that stuff I'm being given, and with the, the heavy lifting. You know, I'm going to get to a point where I feel more secure and I'll be able to to interact with people the way I should. You yeah, know, so. I'm getting there now to where I, I want to 
get out and find something, somebody, anything, oh, damn near anything. <laughs> like I put up a thing, uh, you know how girls off, often post things like, I've, I've been single for a long time. It's going to take somebody very special to change that. Right. I put up, I've been single for a while now. It's going to take the slightest bit of attention from someone from the opposite sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I'm in an odd situation and I just uh, want to, you know, just worry about. I was thinking about today. I'm just like, I'm, I've been watching these transformation. That's a favorite thing. These transformation videos of these women who start skinny and they have something kind of, some kind of trauma. And one of these girls is, I'm following on Facebook now. I mean, on Instagram now is fucking jacked. I mean, she's, and she was small and she's definitely on gear. I mean, there's no fucking way she isn't, but she's, She's hot And she's You know And I'm sitting there thinking You know If I would just focus Like they do For a year And not change Midstream And just do what I'm doing That's why I was gonna I was gonna I was thinking about t- uh, Going back No I'm not doing it Like every other exercise That I worked on today I stayed at the weights That I that I should have been doing Bench press is different I gotta get my form down And I don't wanna be in pain anymore But then over row I went up five pounds Because it's like That shit's too light So I fucking You know yeah. s- Squats were you know, it was my form now is my ass is real, literally almost touching the ground, mm. you know, and doing. You ought to put a dildo at the bottom. <laughs> I, think I, we, I think we've done this a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> I stacked three plates on there. And on the dildo? Yeah. <laughs> to stabilize it. <laughs> no, it's long enough that it pokes through all three of them. No, I stacked three plates on the squat and did that form. Went. And so that's 315? Yeah. And it was not that difficult, like five reps, you know, so. Uh, you know, I just keep going with that. Ben over row, of course, is my strongest lift and easily repping two thirty five. You know, for five. Um, how big, how heavy it. of a wood stove do you think you could move? <laughs> Between me and him and you, a couple I've hundred g- pounds. I've got um, I've got several wood stoves that need to be moved. <laughs> okay. I think sure. We should film it and make it part of the extras bundle for our subscribers. Sure. As the, as the feats, you just don't want those moves. Feats of strength. <laughs> now we're we're talking like the wood stoves I have would be like both of you, me on the light side, and somebody else. Jesus, maybe you could move them. That's crazy. Iron, right? Like uh, steel, actually. Steel. Well, I, oh, I have one that's cast iron. Cast iron. I think steel's heavier than cast iron. I can move. Um, is it? I think steel is heavier than cast iron. I have to deal with. No, it I, I think iron is heavier, but steel is stronger. Yeah, cast iron's weak, but I can move things like with the fridge dolly if they're shaped right. Right, but some of them aren't. Yeah, oblong um, and weird. Like I moved a seven hundred and something pound wood stove out of uh, out, it was an insert, so out of the out of the fireplace section, and off of the. You know, off of the stone and onto like a a metal frame mm-hmm. by myself, just by using simple machines and leverage and things and inching it an inch That's at really a time. Geometry. I can move some heavy shit by myself. Just by. it's amazing what you can move if you put your mind to it. Yeah, but it's, most of it's just brain strength. Sure. It's not that I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm if you brute forces, you're gonna get hurt. You know, I'm a moderately strong person, but the point is, I can't. I can't lift that much. I can't move it at all. But I can move a quarter of it, mm-hmm. an inch. Mm-hmm. And do that a bunch of times I've told this story before But it's absolutely true It sounds like bullshit Guys tell strength bullshit stories all the time But this is not um, I worked at Magritech Which is a magnesium foundry Up in Ohio 
and we had these big steel boxes that weighed three or 400 pounds. And um, they would get filled with uh, dross and magnesium. And it would fill it with another 400 pounds. So I made the mistake one time of we had a a uh, forklift in one of the back of the trucks who, and trying to flip this thing over so we can just, you know, get rid of it. And uh, he couldn't get the, the forklift in there. So I was like, just back it up. And I grabbed it and fucking flipped it over. <laughs> and everybody's like, so anytime they couldn't get a forklift in something, like send Chuck down here. We have to get that fucking box flipped over. I mean, it was, and that really happened. And, um, bullshit. That's no, when, that that's sounds when, like bullshit. It's absolutely <laughs> true. That's when you stop. You say, I'm not doing shit until you give me a raise. Well, they, <laughs> they, li- they liked me at that job, even though I was going through some major shit. That you was, you got to work. That was the worst it. time of my life. But, um, and another thing, I've always been strong like that, what they call form boy strength. In the gym, I'm, Above average, you know what I mean? And that's through sheer effort. You know, with things that are like work strength and stuff like that, I've always been stronger than most people. Like even buddies of mine who outweigh me by 100 pounds and more, we would work uh, manual labor jobs. I would bury them. I mean, just anything. You know, it's not only strength, it's endurance. You know, I could just keep fucking going. And um, like on the railroad, I would grab 200-pound re-railers one hand and drag them, you know, and fucking pick them up and put them on the rails. And, you know, everybody else is struggling with them. And, I, and they were not light, but I could do it. I'm just like, and that was actually a point of pride. You know, I could actually pick up, uh, I would be able to walk up a fucking railroad tie and pick it up like this and put it on my shoulder and walk it up the fucking tracks. I did that more than once. I could, railroad ties aren't bullshit. They're no, that was a few hundred some, pounds, you know. Especially if they're wet. With Creosote, they, like well, the these were ones, new. Yeah, yeah it was a new tie. Yeah. yeah, it was a and it was a it was a poplar tie. It wasn't oak. The oak one it would take three people uh, to lift. Those are ridiculous. Um, twice as heavy. But then I I could grab two hundred pound kegs of nails and throw them up on the back of a truck. The hundred pounders were fucking nothing. I could toss them. You know what I mean? Other people struggle with them. And then the fucking spiking hammers, uh, 180, 200 pound spiking hammer. I could do that for hours and swing a hammer. I mean, all that. And I love. And it's it's not only that's a mental thing too. Yes, I was stronger than a lot of people doing it, but I just had the love of doing it. I loved doing it. It was one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I, and, I enjoyed uh, when I was a landscaper. I liked uh, digging holes yeah, and planting trees. Physical labor's fun. I mean, it just didn't it didn't pay anything. No, it doesn't. I was just like, geez. I got, I got paid 13 an hour on that job. Oh, God. It's not fun for eight hours. No, especially when that eight hour stretches into 16 when you had fucking. It depends on if you, you got know, a crew. Like the crew that oh, they man. It's fun to work around the people. crew I was on. Everybody was fucking snorting pills all goddamn day. And I don't like just, that. No, I don't like that. At it all. got it got on my fucking nerves because then they, you know, and I never wanted to stay either. But I'm just like, Jesus Christ, guys. You know, I mean, I've had to deal with that. That uh, when I worked at the uh, the uh, fabrication shop, there's multiple people that were just strung out all day. Yeah, it's awful. And, and I'm the one that they laid off first. Oh, okay. Can you believe this? Yeah, I can believe because you're not one of the club. Yeah, it's like cokeheads. They're 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 a cut. They're a club, and they all get together and they get in the bathroom. Oh, we're so cool. Talk about terrible business ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, favorite things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This has been a meandering episode. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Those are the best ones. The kratom is coursing through my veins right now. How does it feel like? It feels good. How would it? How does it stack up to the bing Um, this is a little bit more of a relaxed thing. 
but I think I took more of it than I usually do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ming Da, I'm usually more uh, snappy. Yeah, this is a little bit more relaxed, but I like it. Yeah, it's it's good. Not stuff. sleepy. Levi, but Levi gets good stuff. He's Levi Garrett. Is that his name? Levi Garrett. Yeah, I won't say his last Strauss. name. But he's and, but it's, this is not illegal, of course. Um, but uh, he he definitely the red I got. I actually don't like reds. The red I got is good too. I take it before bed. Um, anyway, favorite things. Um, well, I finished the second uh, Wheel of Time book uh, called The Great Hunt. It was it's it's a good book, but it's already man, it's already settling into the rhythms that annoy the shit out of me. Like I'm just like, oh, yeah, here, here we go. You know, um, the the saving grace of the next book is called The Dragon Reborn, which I already started. I read forty pages of it last night. Is uh, they really introduced the Aiel heavy in this one? Like they're really a big deal in this story. So and I, again, out of all the cookie cutter warrior cultures that are just live for war in these books. They're probably the coolest one. Like it's, it's a toss up between them and the Fremen. The Fremen are from Dune are awesome, but the Aiel are patterned after the Fremen. I mean, it's no coincidence that Dune is a desert planet and the Aiel are, you know, live in a desert. You know, <laughs> speaking of Dune, I wonder how the production of the movie is coming along. It's going to be great. But the thing about it is, is that you can only, you can only tell that story you can't tell the whole saga. For one thing, that's something I haven't discussed, and I'm, I know I'm going to grab the fucking show by the balls and take it, but this is the truth. You're, you're putting a gun in the show's butt right now. <laughs> the storyline for Dune, for the whole series, is 35,000 years. Jesus fucking Christ. So I think it's that long. <laughs> this it, is going to be a long movie, dude. Like, No, but I'm saying you can tell the first four books, like... But the thing about it is, uh, Herbert wrote that not to be Paul Trades. Yeah, he's a heroic figure, but he turned out to be not so heroic. I mean, he's not a bad guy, but the shit that gets released in his name is awful. A a a galaxy wide jihad that killed billions of people, and you know, in his name and all this stuff that he's powerless to stop, and you know, and all these. All these awful things happen, and it's extremely violent. Like I said, the the characters are so fucking unlikable, you know. And well, most of them. The the guy who they they cast well, Jason Momoa playing uh, Duncan Idaho. That is the best casting because he is the only real likable character in the whole thing. Like he's a really truly a good person. He's loyal to his friends, you know. But they kill him in the first one or the second one, and bring him back as a Gola, which is like this thing grown in a tank, which is genetically identical, even down to memories as the original person. And then they, they put metal eyes in his head. Like it was weird, man. The, there's all these competing people who were once group groups of people who were once human, but have become something different through science or evolution, all this stuff. The, the Benny Tlilaxu who are like face dancers who can turn themselves into different things. And, you know, grow people, and you know, I don't even think their their society involves sex. They just kind of clone each other, and in you know, and then you have the Benny Gesserit who are, uh, you know, they're all women, and they want to guide society to, you know, this place. And then you have the spacers, the Spicers Guild, and you have, you know, it's it's so many things, and, and they're all just jockeying for power. You know, what I mean, and it's like by the end, it's like fuck. I hope you all die. You're all terrible fucking people. You know what I mean? And but how are you gonna put that into a movie? They're gonna have to change it. It's gonna have to be. You can make three movies out of it, or you can make one really great one movie about, out of. It. I think he's probably just gonna make one. I don't think he's interested. Who's doing it? 
villain wave. Oh, uh, yeah. He does good shit, Yeah, man. he does really good shit. But Dune has crushed more than one director. It, <laughs> it crushed uh, this one guy, this... Uh, this Polish director who was great, and he was going, to, and it was in the seventies, and it was going in a great direction. Like they had production, they had you know all kinds of stuff, and it really looked cool. And they abandoned it because the director was like, "This is just too big. I can't handle this. You know, it's it's too massive." And then they made it with uh, Twin David Scott. Lynch. He just did his David Lynch thing with it. Yeah, and it had some really cool elements, but my God, he really held to the thing that none of the characters are likable. Nobody's likable. Have in that you fucking have movie. you watched much of his uh, catalog, David? Lynch? David Lynch, yes. Almost none of the characters in any of his things are likable. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm mean, like the 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 director and the source material were made for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he didn't make an att- he didn't really make an attempt. Of course, he cast Kyle but, McLaughlin and he was cool and all that stuff. He was kind of likable. Yeah, but not really likable. Well, he's likable in Twin Peaks pretty much, but he plays. I don't know. Twin Peaks is a weird what, fucking show, dude. What a what a perfect representation of the handsome Celtic race Kyle McLaughlin is. That black hair, and he's a really handsome dude, man. Yeah. Um, I'd love to stuff him. <laughs> I want to put a gun in his butt. Pierce Brosnan's another one. Oh, I'd like, love to. Colin Farrell. I mean, I'd love to put guns in all these. None of the rest butts. of us Celts got that shit, but they fucking got it. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, the rest of us, the rest of us, cable knit sweaters. The rest of us are pasty and fucking <laughs> drunk, <laughs> hammered, usually fat. Um, or at least, potato, like at, a at least stocky. You know, I mean? like <laughs> even if you got jacked, you're still your body's still not attractive to look at. Um, anyway, uh, the book is uh, the book was good. Dragon Reborn starting out. Uh, Rand, the main character, is hardly even in it. Like he's he runs away and he's doing this thing, and you know, so it's told from Paranabara, who is my favorite character in the thing, is a blacksmith, um, and. Matt, who's another one of his buddies from this town. And then, you know, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's a really, it's it's a good book, but it's not. Like, it, I like reading because some exciting shit happens, but the the dialogue is shit. The characters are two-dimensional. You know, I'm already third book in. I'm like, fuck. Why did I start this goddamn How thing? How many dimensions do you like in your characters? Ten. Ten dimensions? <laughs> no, I mean, just making them... Like I've always said, this guy it, is lousy with dimensions. <laughs> it's a simple thing. Every character should have a nervous tick, is in a something that the, only they do, and every character should develop across the the arc of the story. None of them truly develop; they just stay the yeah. same people. So like there's this uh, there was this show with uh, it was called The Night of, I think. Yeah, and who's the guy that plays Jesus in um, Jim Caviezel? No, Jesus in um, uh, Big Lebowski. Oh, uh, John Turturro. Yeah, he plays the cop. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. You know they're making a sequel with him. Just, he's a fucking a, child molester. About Jesus. He's a fucking child molester. That guy is? Yes. The character or John Turturro? No, the character. I was going to say, I love Not John, John Turturro. Turturro. He's awesome. But they're making like some sort of a sequel with him. But like in this show, The Night Of, he's like a detective. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of his um, his things is he's got really bad psoriasis. <laughs> and it's... It really has nothing to do with the story. No, but it's it just fleshes, a little weird it, B plot thing. But it, I mean, it fleshes them out. You know, that's an odd choice of word with psoriasis. But it's you know it, it, those things. Like, um, uh, 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 here's a great example. Indiana Jones is this unstoppable one punch fucking crazy guy, scared to death of snakes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. And we all laugh because it is funny. I mean, that the the fact that that guy is scared of fucking snakes. Something so 
pedestrian. You know what I mean? Or uh, in Zombieland. I don't know if you like that movie. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I like Zombieland a lot. Um, Woody Harrelson, he's wants obsessed a Twinkie. with Twinkies. Yeah, he wants a Twinkie. That's all he fucking wants. Don't blame him for that one. But They're great. I love Twinkies. I don't know, man. Hostess has fallen off. The best the best Twinkie were the cloud. This is going to be a discussion. Were the cloud cakes by <laughs> Little Debbie. Little Debbie makes a much better Twinkie. Do you think Little Debbie's Twinkies are better? Than yes, much better than it's Hostess. It's been so long since I've had either. They don't make them anymore. Oh they used to be called cloud cakes. They don't make them anymore. They were called golden creams for a while. Mm-hmm. I remember you could buy them in a two-pack. You know, like I would get them at Ruthie's all the time when I would go for God, man, the Ruthie's. shit. I, the shit I used to eat. Where was Ruthie's? Gully Bridge. It was a. It was a student. It was like for the school. Like kids would walk oh, up okay. and go. Great. It was in uh, their basement. It's a great place, man. I love that. We used to go listen to music, uh, eat. You went to Ruthie's? No, you never went to Ruthie's it was before. It was closed. By it was closed time. by that time. Yeah. Shit. It was never. Or I've never been there. Well, they had Oppie's, which was a sweet shop. It was across the street. And I remember, I remember mom taking me there. I remember hearing about Sweet Shop, but I never, went, I never experienced it. Mom used to take me over there when I was a little kid and get me lunch. Um, but anyway, um, no, the characters. Uh, I love the fa- well, and then the thing where he had the scar right here. They they addressed that and the fear of snakes in one go in in Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade, which is arguably the best Indiana Jones movie. Um, is it the second one or the third, third one? one? It's the one with Sean Connery. Like he he falls in this thing with all these snakes and they're like all over him. Ah, he freaks out, you know what I mean? The giant snake rears up out of the thing. To, com, practical effects completely shit. Looks like somebody with a fucking sock puppet. <laughs> but but it's still you know it's a Spielberg movie, so you just suspend that. You don't care. And then he he falls in the thing with a lion, and the lions come at him. He looks looks around. He doesn't know what to do. So there's a fucking bullwhip there. So again he. Uses the bullwhip, all these developmental things for this character, and he does like that, and it snaps him across the mouth and cuts him. You know, so Harrison Ford has that scar right there, and that's how they explained it. Anyone that's played with a bullwhip as a young boy knows that it will smack you in the face. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, it, it can take your fucking eye out. I mean, I've, I've hit myself in the face many times, and I use a bullwhip. I don't whip things, but I'm, I'm imagining. I'm so imagining John in a. That's how. That's my Moses grass. <laughs> no, I, I keep I keep a bullwhip by my door. Yeah. Just in case you need to whip somebody. And, well, no, no, it's, sex? it's just it's just a matter of uh, if there's a large animal and I need it, I don't want it at my front door. I need it to move. Or if it's that's a pretty effective method. There, like it's you winter. Blood. No, no, I've never whipped an animal with it. That's not what a bull whip is for. You don't whip the, the animal with it. You crack it and oh, then scare the, them the off. The noise I, I get fucks you. them up. Okay, they hear that noise and there's whoa. Like it, it triggers something deep inside their neurology that makes them say, "I don't want to fuck with that guy." You don't have to touch him with it. Hmm. That's the whole point. You crack it, sort of like my crack dad. it, and then they're like, "Woo!" Sort of like my dad with they the do belt. Whatever you say, he would fold it and just go, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." Every time I bring he, up, every time I bring up, my, talk about my bullwhip. <laughs> I've got a bullwhip. Who's over there? Ooh, cruelty to animals. It's like no, I'm the, I don't. Even if he hit him, I wouldn't think it was cruel. No, I don't. You could, I could whip one of my pigs as hard as I could. It's not a weapon. Right, it would laugh at you. It, it, you could use it like for like grappling, you know, like a like a grappling hook or whatever. But no, yeah, I I wouldn't be able to hurt them. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's another weird quirk that like characters have? Like, I'm trying to think of, uh, like, well, all the best developed characters have a quirk, um, or a fear. A phobia is a good, but that actually is a pretty hacky way of fleshing a character out, even though it's effective. Um, that's the thing in Game of Thrones. I mean, not Game of Thrones in um, 
Wheel of Time, none of them have anything like that. None of them have a true phobia. None of them have a... Oh, uh, another good one. Uh, uh, Robert, uh, Iron Man does not, like, does not like to be handed things. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, I don't, you know. I, that was such a... And I think it's something that Robert Downey Jr. probably actually might have. You know, so, I don't remember any specific scenes. The first movie, when she tries to hand him that summons, and he's just like, she's like, you want to take this? He's like, no, I just lay it there. I don't take things from people. Oh, is it like a germ thing, I wonder? I don't, it never really explains you know, it, it so that makes it cool. It does, exactly. You don't have to explain it. Um, and another thing, things that are unexpected, like Drax being, you know, the homoerotic thing with Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was so funny that this big, scary, powerful character is like, who is... That's not this, a dude. How is this dude still alive? That's not a dude. This You're a dude. This is a man. A, a handsome... Big, a big handsome strong man. <laughs> no, he said a handsome... Uh, a muscular... No, he said a handsome, muscular man. <laughs> but he looks like an angel and a pirate had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so he's like fawning on him, you know what I mean? And and uh, Quill, his thing is he's he's insecure, you know, he's, very much. Um, which and if I don't care how strong I am, I don't care how jacked I ever get, I would never be secure in a room with Chris Hemsworth with women around. You know why? Because it doesn't matter how well, because Chris, he'll fuck anyone he wants. Chris to. Hemsworth and Dave Batista. Yeah, you're all, not just all the way jacked. You're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna win. I mean, it's just. You might as well accept it. I mean, I want to fuck Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, if I had to do one, that would be the guy, I guess. A big Australian pecker, just fucking making hay in your b-hole, <laughs> just getting after it. I, I actually probably be more of a of a Hugh Jackman, Chris Evans guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I get it. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, dime pieces. <laughs> I get it. Trust me. Where do you fall on Brad Pitt? Not impressed. Really, no. I think you'd like him as though, uh as Cliff in uh, in uh, once, once upon a time, time in Hollywood. Hollywood. I think you'd like him a lot. He's great. Well, you can have hetero man crushes, you mm-hmm. know. On, on and, and there's nothing homo. There is something. No, that's not true. There is something homosexual about it. But it's in that kind of. You can do that and not be homosexual. You know, who my man crushes who Clint Howard. And you're aiming low there, son. Hey, it's somebody I can get. One of the ugliest men. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get him. No, for a while, mine, you know this, mine was Tom Hardy. I oh, mean, absolutely. Tom Hardy was the fucking man, you know, so. Yeah. John, you got any favorite things or you just want to talk about dudes you want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or you'd not want to, you'd be okay with fucking. <laughs> if you had to do it. I'd probably, I'd gun probably. to your butt. <laughs> <laughs> there was a gun to my butt. <laughs> Who would I want to? F- who would I want to have their finger on the trigger? Mm. Uh, so no. So this week I hiked uh, every single day. Fuck yeah! I know you did the 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 Hawk's Nest. Is it the rail trail? I'll or? go over them chronologically because I want to know where that one is because that one looks awesome. Yeah, you do. Um, so right after the podcast last week, I went to Golly Bridge and I hiked one of my favorite spots. Um, not really much of a hike, but it, you, you know, you walk around and look at stuff. You definitely get a lot of steps in. And you're kind of climbing a little bit, but um, basically, if you park like at Cathedral Falls or or right there, right near there, and then you go across the street, across Route 60, and go across the train bridge there, the one that goes across the river, uh-huh. you just park and walk. Anybody can do it. There's like 
so that the bridge has like a, a great walkway, which if you're scared of heights, it's, you know, I mean, there's like a rail mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I'm terrified of heights. It's not that bad, even if you're scared of heights, but I mean, some people just, it's not their thing. That's fine. You just walk across and then you go down. You just walk, you know, as soon as you get across, you go down to the rocks below and it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Sure. And nobody fucking goes there. The only people that go there are just like, there's like some homeless people that like camp over there in the summer or near there. But it's like where the, you know, where the river used to be higher, these rocks have just been cut and there's, there are all these like perfectly round or like nearly round holes that just stay full of water mm-hmm. and it gets really warm in the summer. They're like little hot tubs and the, the shape of the rocks is just like flowing and beautiful in a way that just seems like, oh, shit, I need to go there. like a piece of art and growing out of these rocks are like pine trees growing out of the rock. Whatever plant can grow out of them, there are trees growing out of the fucking rock. It's so surreal. It's like, how is this thing living? How did mm-hmm. this tree get to be 12 inches in diameter growing with no soil? Um, and you're right by the river and you're under the bridge and right under the bridge there's like there's like the tar kind of splatters from the, the railroad ties and it's kind of like beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, like I, t- I took mushrooms one time went over there and like I had a really interesting um, epiphany about well, every time I take mushrooms, I kind of have this, but about how mushrooms. about how things, how toxicity is, is not, se- we're not separate from nature. Sure. The whole man-made thing, t- chemicals are not separate. Everything is, everything's connected. Yeah, you've talked about this before, how everything is, nothing is, everything's beautiful in a way. Uh, yeah, a sort of, um, what, what's the right word? Like, like um, a moral ambiguity when it comes yes. to toxins yes. and things like that. Um. Because everything, I, mean, I wrote a sort of a poem, a long poem about it on my Facebook. But, um, you know, everything flows into everything eventually. Time brings everything back together. It's all where, you know, at, yeah. at some point I will be that tar. Yeah. What I, the matter that is me now will one day be, you know, the gun in someone's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I did that hike. That was immediately after the podcast, and that started off the week. And I'm like, and I, because that's like a really special place to me. And I hadn't been there in three years. If you go to my Facebook and read what I wrote about it, it's, um, anyway. So that was that was Sunday. Monday I did um, did K more steps, and then lifted. So that was a big day. You did K more steps before you lifted. Yes. Try doing the other way next time. Uh, that's actually the way I, I prefer to do cardio after I lift because um, um, like cardio running, hiking wears me out more than lifting. Yeah, it lessens it. your strength. Yeah, but that's just the way uh, that's just the way it worked out. Mm. Um, and so that's that is what it is. It's a it's not fun. When spring it, it hurts, it sucks. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Like you get down to the bottom. There's the ghost town down there. It's pretty, and the Kmore Miners Trail down to the steps is beautiful. It's a beautiful hike. But it's painful. There's nothing pleasing about it. See, I'm afraid those are one of those I wouldn't be able to complete, and I'd have to. Be- you have to get helicoptered out yeah. of there. That happens. Yeah. People blow a knee out or something down there, and so that was Monday. Monday. Um, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, I went. Well, let me check here. I want to make sure I get the chron- chronology right. So third, fourth. Uh, yeah, so Tuesday the 5th, I went to um, Carnifex Ferry, right near Summersville Lake. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys remember it? Remember sure, yeah. School, school there? Okay, it's still there. Yeah. 
like the one room schoolhouse thing or yeah there's um i mean it's a really cool little park and uh there's a trail that kind of does a loop not around the outer rim of the park but does most of the park called Mm -hmm. patterson trail that's um just a really nice loop and there are like beautiful like stone overlooks like the like the ones at hawk's nest and places like that over the golly river right there it's just beautiful no you, you don't see people taking pictures of it or there's there's nobody there um and that and it's a good that's one you need to do too and it i you could probably hike it you could easily hike it just walking in less than an hour and i jogged a lot of it so it was like i think i clocked it at like 37 minutes um uh yeah carnifex ferry beautiful fucking trail after that um i went uh, when i went across the right there where the Summersville dam is and went down to the river access where they let the water out mm-hmm. and just like check that out you just park and hike and went down on the river and like did some bouldering like jumped on the rocks and you know just played on the river a little bit and did some like rock hopping you know got got some more um got a little more work in so that was tuesday uh wednesday i went to a little place called hawk's nest state park i don't know if you guys have ever heard of it but there's a state park in anstead called Hawk's Nest State Park. And they have a lodge that's a beautiful hotel that's like totally dated. If you ever just want to get get out of your house and spend a night somewhere else, go to Hawk's Nest Lodge and I've been thinking about doing that. You can get a a room with a view over the fucking gorge or even if you don't, it's still beautiful. And it's like like going back in time. How much is a room? It hasn't changed. Reasonable, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, 60, 70 bucks. Reasonable, maybe less. And, um, really interesting architecture because of the, you know, I think it was built in the 70s or something and it's just, it hasn't changed. It's like going back in time, but they're still doing a good job of keeping up. It's not like Absolutely. a, it's not like a flea bag. I mean, it's run down. It's mm-hmm. old, but it's not like a flea bag motel. It's it's still nice. Um, and then there's the restaurant there that's mm-hmm. decent. Are they open? Never again? eaten there. Yeah, and you you sit there and you're overlooking the fucking gorge. And there's the there's a tram. Mm-hmm. There's a goddamn. Uh, tram ride that you can ride down into the gorge that's open it's closed this time of year but yeah. in the summer they still open it's and there's still a jet open. boat at the bottom of it yeah and then you can take jet boat rides at the bottom and you weren't aware of all these things and people <laughs> around here are like there's nothing to do there's a fuck ton of shit to do yeah and so um and so if you go straight down from the uh from the lodge there there's like sort of a paved path that goes down to like a beautiful overlook called lover's leap mm-hmm. and there's this story about lover's leap i remember as a kid where there's different versions of it where somebody had a pet bear and they're running from the Indians and he jumped off the thing. Yeah. Like commit suicide to escape being tortured by the Indians, sort of like in Last of the Mohicans. Only in real life this happened. Yeah. Something like that. So you can walk down there and back. That's a short little hike. And then you can take, um, I forget the name of the trail, but right where the tennis courts, the basketball, there's a little putt-putt course, like a little shitty putt-putt I didn't course. Know that. Inside one of the tennis courts, yes. And then basketball courts with nets on them and kids, there was actually kids playing on it. Um, and so you take that that trail right there goes down instead of taking the tram this is the trail you take into the gorge it's a switchback it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Kmore Miner's Trail is and, it a beast? Um, it's kind of like Kmore's, Kmore Miner's Trail it's about the it's on par with that or Bridge Trail any of those ones that go into the gorge and back out so you take that down and that takes you down to the area where the tram Really pretty area. There's like a boat ramp where you can you can put in a boat there. Yeah. There's a there's like a nature center that's open that I went to before when it was open. That's like a little museum. It talks about like the watershed yeah. and nature and stuff. And there's somebody working there. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a park setting. And then there's from there there's a whole bunch of trails down there. There's a train trestle, but there's one that I'd never really done called a Hawk's Nest Rail Trail that that follows 
there's like a creek that flows into the river there. It follows that creek up all the way up to, and goes all the way up to Anstead. It connects with Anstead. And it's, so it's a rail trail. So it's like um like a railroad track width mm-hmm. and like packed packed gravel. Uh, you know, really easy to hike. And along that trail, you're you're going you're along this creek, and this creek is absolutely fucking gorgeous. There's like 20 waterfalls. Uh, like it, the, the the way it was described is like, oh yeah, short hike, moderate hike, um, a waterfall. There's like 20 fucking <laughs> like majestic, gorgeous waterfalls that you you know if you're clever you can get down to. And like access, and they're like swimming holes. Like this is where I want to go to swim in, in the summer instead of swimming in that nasty river. I want to swim in a fucking waterfall with a nice ten foot deep swimming hole. We ought to make with some tri- naked we ladies. We ought to make uh, some trips this this spring and summer. Well, that much of a trip? It's fifteen minutes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like talking yeah. about take some days and yeah. like everybody get off and we all go camp, uh, build a fire, cook all that good shit. I'll, there's there's another park that'd be good for that. I'll, I'll, we'll get into it. So we're still in. We're still on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday here, so Wednesday. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so and then so from from the where the the tram is and the nature center and all that shit up to Anstead is a two mile. Mm-hmm. So you go up and back. It's about four. And there's this like giant wooden bridge up when you get to Anstead that goes over the creek. And I mean, it's just like we live know. in the most. I think we live in the most beautiful place. On and Earth. I and I think I, I bumped into maybe three or four people. On the whole hawk's nest journey, I was I was pleasantly surprised that there were some people yeah. using the park, but that was that blew my mind. I was like, my god, like uh, this is this has been fifteen minutes from my goddamn home my whole life, and I've never been here. Yeah, None of too. us have ever been here. It's like it's on the one end, it's a tragedy. On the other end, it's like, but I've got the rest of my life to come here right. again. It's that good. And and people aren't fucking using it. And there's all these like they'd rather bitch. Dude. All these they'd unhappy, unhealthy people that yeah. all you have to do is go out in the woods and walk around. I always feel 100 percent better after I go. Everybody and, like, does. Get in the woods. Nature, and it's going to cure. It's proven. That it's going to cure you. like a laundry list of things that you're having. Tr- trouble in the summertime, with. I'm thinking about doing it barefoot. Some of these trails, you could do it pretty easily barefoot. Be They're good not for too you. Bad, yeah, yeah, and you'd be you'd be grounding and connecting. Like there's a whole electrical thing right. theory with that. Um, okay, so that's Wednesday. And so that was a good, you know, so just the Hawk's Nest thing was four miles, and that's up out of the gorge to Anstead and back, but a railroad grade. And I jogged most of the, I jogged the whole way back downhill. But um, so that's four miles just for that. And then, so basically I went, I started at the lodge, went down into the gorge, back up out of the gorge to Anstead, back down into the gorge, and then back up the gorge again. Um, it was like, you know, over two hours or something or whatever I did. I don't, I don't really pay that much attention to the, I've been trying to clock and, but it was, the point is it was, it was a hell of a workout. Yeah. Um, so that was Wednesday. Then Thursday, it was rain. That was the day it was all kind of like it kind of rained all day. Brutal. On I mean, it wasn't that cold. Like I could have hiked in it and it wasn't raining that bad, but I just wasn't feeling it. So I decided, and I had to walk. I just felt like I had this momentum. I was like, I can't not, do a bunch of walking today. So I went to Royal King in the Crossroads Mall <laughs> because it's indoors. And so I walked, just walked what people do at the mall when they're looking at stuff, I guess. I just walked around and looked at the, all the things you can buy there and just did a bunch of laps. Yeah. The whole point was just I need to walk and and also changing settings from the the natural state park settings I've been in and going to this, the opposite, which is basically this manufactured corporatized commercial world and i went to royal king 
and I had I had gone inside of a rural king before. I I, I knew what it was about, but I didn't really walk around. I never walked around each aisle and really like I'll like I'll I'll check out everything in a store and just like try to absorb all the information and look at the prices and compare to what I've been spending mm. and th- and get ideas about oh shit there's this thing that I could get that I didn't even know I needed now I think I need it because I've been exposed to it because there's so much fucking stuff there and they have so many solutions to problems I didn't know I had um and so that was just a just a really crazy experience really opening my mind to rural kings like man I could be I could have saved a lot of money by coming here or I could have solved this problem or whatever because I've been depending on the rinky-dink southern states that's barely open, the tractor supply that's barely open, and Oak Hill. You know what I mean? These places yeah. are not well-stocked. Right. And I try to order some basic things that I need for sheep or something. They can't order it for me. It's always a struggle. It's like I'm living – it's like I'm living um, – La Vida Loca. <laughs> it's, like it's like I'm trying to deal with the country – deal with the general store in 1812 – and they can't get the fucking tractor wheel I need. General store. They, I can't get my I can't get my fucking cart fixed because the 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 bearing I needed or whatever the the shaft I need is gonna they're gonna have to order it and it's not gonna be here till spring. <laughs> it's got to be shipped. That's the way it seat. feels yeah. comparing like this to like rural king in a lot of ways. Now uh, it's it's basically and people are like complaining about the quality. It's like yeah, it's the same. Sh- it's coming out of the same fucking shit Chinese factories that the stuff at Tractor Supply is coming out of. The stuff. It's the same factories. Yeah. They're just painting it and rebranding it. And so, you know. And they actually have it at Rural King. Yeah, at least they have to- it. It's the same story with Harbor Freight. Oh, you should go to Tractor Supply and get a quality thing instead of going to Harbor. It's the fucking same factory. It's coming. It's made by the same Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> same zip. So. <laughs> so. Uh, I so that's Thursday. Chinaman was a bad one. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Who cares? <laughs> but um, I don't care what you're in. Chi- you're in a Chinese opium den, Billy. <laughs> opium addicted Chinaman. So that so that was my quote unquote hike for Thursday, and I tried tried to. I just walked. Did not buy a single thing. I did not buy anything all day. That's one of my favorite things to do is go into like Best Buy and just go marvel at the giant TVs and like salesman come up. Hey, need any help? Nope. And then just walk out. Okay. Just think about the possibilities. Nice. Absorb, yeah. absorb. What could my life be like if I wanted to rearrange something? And then they're putting the Christmas decorations up in the mall, and you get that kind of yeah. whole thing happening. And uh, so that was Thursday. Friday, I went. To, I did. The, so there's the long point, the Fayetteville Long Point, which, yep. which everybody knows. There's another Long Point in Somersville. Somersville. That's kind of the same thing. I mean, it's, it's its own um, style. It reflects the spirit of this trail. Like, if you compare the spirit of Long Point and Fayetteville to Fayetteville, it represents the spirit of Fayetteville. And the Long Point of Somersville represents the spirit of Somersville. All the trees grow straight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of flatter. Everything, you know, it's just the vibe of the people somehow is translated from the vibe of the nature there. It's hard to explain. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've always about. thought... It's like, it's like the, the trees in Fayette County are just a little bit more crooked and mm-hmm. a little bit more interesting, and they have more flaws. But the ones in Summersville are just boring. They're yeah. just all straight. They have no character. N- none of them are creative. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking non-creative trees. As, I mean, they, I mean as I'm, someone who spent a lot of time in Summersville, that reflects They all the have people. the same haircut. <laughs> they're, all, they're all kind of healthier, a little healthier and tall, you know, taller. You know, just have like a little bit better teeth or something. You know, I don't know what it is. 
but so so this trail is it's um it's about two miles in and two miles out and um it's it's ridiculous it's beautiful you know but but when you get out to the long point it's scary as fuck there's the no long point that's is that the big rock over the lake that people jump in from or they used to jump in from before they i think there's a lot of rocks you can jump off yeah. of and this one's really high it's especially with the lake being down oh yeah it looks like mars doesn't it yeah it looks too. freaky and so and bub is just like fucking jumping over crevasses and hanging like getting right on the edge and scaring the shit out of me and it, and i'm not really scared of heights but this kind of it it's it caused some chemicals you know some like Fight or flight chemicals. Stomach churning. Yeah, and I was like, I did not want to get near the edge of this place just because it's so high, and you kind of get a little bit of vertigo. Or that's the worst. And the way the water, like the sun sun reflecting off the water, makes it a little bit, a little bit unnerving. But my gosh, I mean, I want to do that one soon. Yeah, my gosh. Well, I thought about on, like winter time. Like I said, for the next five months is a bulk, heavy lifting. Lots of calories, not a lot of junk, but lots of calories, just getting really... Lots of steak. Yeah, just getting really fucking big, you know what I mean? And I'm and I'm going to put on about 20 or 30 pounds, I know I am. But it's going to be about a three or four month cut, so when that starts happening, and I'm going to be in horrible shape when it starts to happen. I'll be all jacked, but I'll be winded every fucking time. <laughs> I want to start doing the trails and all that stuff and, and work that into the cut, you know what I mean? Because... I mean that's just the tried and true. Bill Pearl said it. Reg Park said it. I mean that's that's the way to go. So. It's it's also, um, like I said earlier, for some reason after I hike or while I'm hiking, I just feel like everything's gone. There's no stress. Yeah, man. But, I mean, and you're like the energy. I used to I, sometimes I'll get in the car and I'll drive up to Fayetteville, and I barely even get out of the car, and I just drive back home, and I feel better. I don't know. The energy of Fayetteville is so much better. I mean, well, the air is different too. The air is a little bit cleaner. Yeah, it is. The valley, and, and the valley air is a little bit nasty. And and just the fucking depressing. Ad, the, the people around here. I'm sorry to say it, but most of the people around here suck. I mean, they're just they're complainers, and they and they. You know what I mean? They're just. He says as he's complaining. It's like you know what I mean. Gener- I know what you generations mean. of sucking. Yes. Like it's in there. It's it's like starting to like the genetic. You know how genes can learn. Yeah. Like people are like learning. I mean, it's like people are devolving here. Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I, I was in the, the fucking, the restaurant today. I went and ate at Tudor's before. And there was Hell a, yeah, me too. Dude. And there was a couple of guys that walking in as a father and son and they just, oh my God. They had. So I'm not quite right about them. Degenerate fucking written all over. I'm just like. <laughs> Fucking degens. It was horrible. I was like, I can tell you're both extremely unintelligent motherfuckers, and you probably love Donald Trump, but <laughs> but I'm just. They probably don't even know that he's a time traveler. Well, that's sort do. of privileged information. Yeah. But um, I just think that people people talk shit, especially in the valley, talk shit about hippies and this and like. I'm just like, well, have you ever hung out with them? They're positive. They're friendly. They're you know what I mean. What's not to like? I, I don't fucking understand, you know, whenever we go to Secret Sandwich Society and, and all those places, you know, of course, it's hippie run and all that stuff. The people are fucking awesome. They're friendly. They're engaging. They, You know what I mean? It's like it's almost like there's this Appalachian thing that if you're too friendly and too engaging, then you need to be looked at in, with suspicion. Why is she talking to me? All the times I've well, been. Well, you're so <laughs> smiley and friendly. Why all the times nice I've to been me? to like uh, the bars in Fayetteville, there's never been any trouble. No. 
It's always just down here. And, nice and even time. if you go up towards Charleston, you're still, there's still the same mindset. And like Mason Dixon, they say there's a fight in that place almost every night. Is that the place in Shrewsbury? Yes. <laughs> and I wanted Shrews, to go just to, Shrews, I know man. one of the girls who bartends and I was just, you know, can she get it? Yeah. I mean, Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, you know who she is, but give um, her my number. Yeah, sure. I will tell her I said sup. <laughs> just sup. Sup. Okay. Sup. I will. I don't. I probably don't know who she is. <laughs> no, but I mean, not to see her, but just to, uh, somebody in there I would know. You know, and I'm not going to drink, of course. Just but feel it, the atmosphere of a bar. Sometimes it's sure. nice. Like I miss having a hole in the wall that I can go to. Right. I mean, we could. Yeah, but you can't go to that one. But you know, you, I can. I'm just not going to. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, but we could go to the Eagles, and you know. And just have I just have a I would like to have a root beer so people don't can tell I'm not drinking you know what I mean because when you're not drinking people um can I have a a, a, a white claw zero a, get your no, yeah. zero alcohol white yeah. claw or get your get your coke and pretend like it's a rum and coke yeah so you still get that that sure. placebo right um take a big shot big take a big dose of kratom and uh, kava before I'm actually know. a big fan of non-alcoholic beer when I'm not drinking it works for me. Well, I mean, I've I've I've, I've drank on it because it tastes like beer. Yeah, and, I've drank on it. And my beer. and my brain, yeah. my brain for the first couple of beer doesn't know the difference. I did that one time. I went out and I smoked cigars and drank non-alcoholic beer, and my throat got so fucking sore from the cigar. Oh man, it's terrible. We should do. We should have like a gentleman's evening where we go somewhere and get steaks and and uh, find a cigar bar, even though there isn't one around here. Okay, that's what. Okay, that's what we'll do. That's the goal to become gentlemen. <laughs> We're already that, sir. <laughs> Hand me a cognac, Bennington. Mm. No, <laughs> is to. Well, this is my goal. The winter is down and dirty time. Go to work, just get through as as good as you can. Get Jack, get big, and then when uh, early spring comes, you start whittling down and and going out. And then, man, in the summertime, when you've lost twenty pounds and feel great and look a lot better, we'll go to the Grove. We'll go to places like that and fucking hang out and you know what I mean? I need to get a gig at the Grove. I've got all these songs that nobody hears and I want them to be disappointed by them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to be disappointed a- by other people's disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, there are layers here. I want to be that guy. Hey, see that guy? It's my buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's not that good. <laughs> Yeah, but he has this weird belief in himself. Is he terrible? <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't like him either. Yeah, me too. And I want to get Pillowfort Radio shirts. We all wear Pillowfort Radio shirts. I've got one. I need to. Adam Bryant bought one. Did he? Yeah. Awesome. Um. So I was, want the old school. I'm gonna get the. I'm get the old school baseball shirt. Is what I'm gonna get. So th- that was Friday. Friday. And I uh, got uh, got a bite to eat at Craft Kings. And if you both the place that both you guys I know where it is, I've just never been. Is that Still need to, no, it's in Mount Nebo. Okay. Uh, right, the right there where the GoMart is. There's like a little, no, there's right, like a yeah. little sort yeah. of mini strip mall thing. It looks like a westerny kind of strip. And there's a coffee house there and like a dance studio. Craft Kings. And it's just like a very small, just basic tables and chairs, not nothing, nothing frills, but just, just, um, bagging ass food. Just dank. Yeah. Dank food. And, you know, they've got like all local beers and stuff. And there's a bar, but it's just like very, you know, just welcoming and unassuming. Um, but I got, um, I got stroganoff. It Hell felt like yeah. steak stroganoff oh, yeah. with I onions. Stroganoff. It had like fresh onions and peppers and uh, like green onions on top and had like a like a creamy sour cream sauce. Um with like fresh garlic on it. Oh I mean, yeah. It was, it was good. God, I'm fucking hungry now. <laughs> I'm fucking starving. But they've got all kinds of, they've got like they've got like Monte Crisco's, like like crazy sandwiches. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got wings, they've got crazy burgers. What's and, their and dessert cake situation? 
They have desserts of some kind, but I, I don't pay attention to those because I'm not a dessert. There was a place called in Somersville called The Ranch, and it was somewhere around there. And they had ranch dressing cake. <laughs> Ooh. I think <laughs> you're talking about uh, the place in Nettie. Yes. I forget what it's called, but I've been, I've never been there, but I, whenever I was a utility locator, I had to go out there and spray paint the ground. I fucking, we, we would, dad would want to go out there all the time. And I, at first, was pissed. I was like, why the fuck are we going to sell out some out of the way place in fucking Nettie? And then I sat down and had the food, and I was just like, yeah, I would come here every Sunday if possible. I mean, they, they had this thing called hummingbird cake, which is essentially a carrot cake, mm-hmm. but better. And how can you improve on carrot cake? I didn't think that was possible. And indeed, they did. How do you feel about pumpkin cake? Love it. Yeah, my grandma. Pumpkin everything. Best. Apple cake. I'm a basic white girl. My grandma made fucking bang not a ass fan of, Not a fan of apple cake. cake. Well, you just haven't had the right and one. And mom can't make it. Mom can't get it right. And we we let her know every Thanksgiving <laughs> Mom. Christmas, you are a failure. Even worse this year. <laughs> Just getting Even worse. Even worse. I understand, but you have the fucking recipe. How is this not working out? Now, Saturday. Yeah, that was Friday. That was a summer's a long point. Saturday. That was yesterday. I did... Oh my fucking god, you fucking morons. I'm going to berate our listeners. You fucking morons. You absolute pieces of shit. Why human are you garbage. not going to Babcock State Park on a regular basis? You fucking you fucking queeves. I hate all of you. Babcock State Park, my god. Is that on up uh Lansing Edmund? You keep going? No. Or? Uh 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 Oh, right you, can, you can get there that way. It's uh you right take, off 61. You take 60. 16, 60. 60. Yeah. So like you you go up towards, you know, if you're at Heiko you take 60 towards Lewisburg, and maybe, oh, it's like maybe 15 minutes from that intersection to get to the park. And there's there's signs, you know. It's clearly labeled where the fucking thing is. Pretty sure that's where Aaron and Elena got married. Oh, Babcock State Park? I think so. That's a fucking hell of a place to get married. But, um, I mean, it's beautiful. It's like, it's it's the same series of parks that were made, like, in the 40s, like, that have all this stonework, and it's got the same vibe. Like um, Hawk's Nest, Little Beaver State Park, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it's got that mill, the picture that everyone, yeah, the Quinn, mm-hmm. that, that's right up there with the picture of the bridge or the picture of Seneca Rocks or whatever. There's the Babcock Mill. You can go and park and look at that mill and in season, not right now. There's a dude, a disabled man in there that runs the thing because it's functional. Mm-hmm. And you can bring your grain there and have it stone ground in that mill. That's awesome. For free. And th- and it's it's fucking amazing the way it's engineered and the way it works. Now, where, I'm sorry, where is Babcock again? So, you know Route 60. Yes. That's the one that goes through Anstead. Mm-hmm. And then you continue across 19, like you're going, you know, you're going east towards Lewisburg on Route 60. It's like 15 minutes from Route 19. Okay. You just you go and there's signs for it and you turn right and you go out to the park. So it would be closest and to what? It's actually really, really close to Fayette. It's it's in the gorge. Okay. It's on the other side of the river, but it just take you have to go around to get to it. It's like eleven miles from my house, but it's but it takes me it takes me um like forty minutes to get there. Yeah. Because you gotta drive around. Yeah, why are we not doing and, and doing all this? And show? so I went with my I went with my friend and um Hiked. We did like five and a half miles of trails and didn't even scratch the surface of the trails that are there. I've I, we hiked there like my my uh, mama who you know passed away just a couple of years ago and Papa uh, were both big hikers. They you know, they hiked when you know of course for their 
health failed. Of course, Momo could have done it indoor, like she could have done it at the end. She still could have gone on a hike. Mm. But um, and they took us when we were kids. And again, we're spo- we're so spoiled around here. We have no idea the 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 gorgeous place on earth we live. I and I've been to other places. You know what? I've been to the Bahamas. You can have it. That, you can have it. It's not nearly as good as West Virginia. That reminds me. So, so I'll read a little. I'll just go. This sums up. This is kind of a long uh, favorite things for me. But I'll read this like sort of poem thing I wrote about the place in Gullah Bridge because that what you just said reminded me of that. People not knowing what they have around here. So uh, so this is how this is how it goes. Uh, Whether I am calm or not, I go to this place where the millions-year-old river flows, where the toxic tar from the railroad ties meets stone, where trees grow from rock, the Virginia pine, the sycamore. The mimosa, the lesbadesa, that silty river smell. It's all too home. Funny, overused word, toxic, as if it's not all connected, as if all things don't flow back into each other eventually. Bub was scared to cross the trestle with me and turned back. I let him, then went back and asked again for him to stay by my side across the scary bridge. He whined over the middle part but would not let me go alone. He's ride or die. We will not give up on each other. Bubby's almost three, and he's never been here. I used to come here weekly. Has it been that long? Have my rhythms been so off? Have I lost my music? I really don't think so. Sometimes the music is about space and longer times between events. It's about knowing when to stop. Besides the old captain, there was another carving in the rocks that I have not seen, another circular carving in the rocks that I have not seen in nearly three, uh, three decades. Nature done swallowed it up as she does. Covered in moss and river birch by now, I suppose. Time brings everything back together eventually. Folks around here don't know, don't have very much, and the riches they do have, they don't even know. I never understood why this isn't a tourist destination. Why are so few attracted to it? I think spirit keeps it hidden to protect it, to keep people from doing what people will do, to stay free. I think what would happen if the dam broke while we were down here with no time to get up to high ground? I would cling to Bub. And we would be violently swept away. That would be a fine way to die. It's a fine poem, sir. Fuck yeah. Didn't rhyme. But and a little <laughs> It's more like poem slash prose. Well, I mean it's a, prosaic. I'm being a prosaic a, poem. Being yeah. facetious. Of, being in the facetious. Yeah, a little bit of facetious. And uh, the punctuation is just awful. All kinds of all kinds of sentence fragments. Yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, have you ever read Big Sir? I mean, that's, poetry's <laughs> not... You can do whatever you want with a poem. You, know you don't I'm have to punctuate about? anything. John does. You know what I'm talking about? Big, Big Sir. Sir. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, Jack Kerouac, it's one run-on sentence. Yeah, the, it's a whole book like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Saturday. Was Babcock State Park. My fucking God, you fucking morons. Go to Babcock State Park. Go there in the winter, the fall. You know, they've got cabins you can rent. I wonder how much that is. One hundred million dollars. Not much money. Eleven-seven million. Go there and spend the weekend with your family for fuck's sake, and get some peace out of the deal. So that that sums up my week of of hiking, and um, I'm only scratching the surface of places I can go that are it's, right nearby. My friend, uh, I posted a bunch of pictures last week from my hike, and my friend Drex, one of the wrestlers, he said, "Do you just have like an unlimited supply of scenic hiking trails where you live?" I was like. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's West Virginia. Yeah. I'm still finding new ones that are like 10 minutes from my house. I didn't know this was here. Oh, shit. Um, no, I, I left one out. Uh, on Sunday, after I did the Rocks and Golly Bridge, I went to, um, okay, Cotton Hill, right where the 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right where the dam is? Yeah. So with the bridge, you just go, you park there, and you walk out to the dam, and it's beautiful. And there's all these like trails that go down to the river for river access. Mm-hmm. There's another trail that goes up the mountain that I need to do that I think connects with Hawk's Nest, because you're right below Hawk's Nest there. Mm-hmm. You're a stone's throw away from the rail trail I was talking about, even though it's a 20-minute drive to get there. Hmm. Like, you can, you can see the dam from the Hawk's Nest Overlook. And the Hawk's Nest Overlook is right there at Cotton Hill. I mean, the, the dam is right there at Cotton Hill where you can just drive f- 10 minutes from here, 15 minutes from here, and park and get a... There's trails down, uh, like, on the river bottom, too, like on the other side of the road where there's those wide spots. You can just go walk around down in there, down in there in that, in that floodplain. It's a beautiful floodplain environment. You can check out the river, get you know, jump on the mm-hmm. rocks. Um, you can get a hell of a workout just hanging out down there. Like it's a, you know, it's a good half mile stretch hmm. with trails going through it that you can just park and go walk around for free. So we have all this. 15 minutes from here. 15 minutes. And if you go an extra half hour, you got Babcock. Fucking Babcock. If you go next, and it's probably another half hour to go to the ones in Summersville. There's a whole lake that I take no advantage of. And there's trails all <laughs> around the lake that yeah, no we, one uses. And we... Need we really need to do this stuff? We 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 have. I say spring. We let's just chalk this year up. This year's over, and then go get through the winter because winter's always rough. No, do it in the winter. I can't do. I do in the winter. winter. I I prefer the winter because I'm not getting hot. And there's less people. Spring. All I have to do is unbutton my shirt a little bit. Let some of that cold hair. Spring and fall. I'm a, I'm a winter hiker, man. I love it. I like it's doing so it quiet. all the time. And when the leaves are down, you get better views of things. It's just, it's just a whole other world. Mm-hmm. And the way that the, the leaves sound, you know, it's for me, it's like step, step, step. And then I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Bub's Bub, just running, yeah. running circles yeah. around through the leaves, just tearing it up the whole time. Yeah. Um, I like last week I went, it was 25 degrees on the... Uh, on the endless wall, and I was sweating by the end of it because I did it all the way to the end, took a piss, and then I walked the entire trail all the way back instead but, of walking. But you don't the get road. that miserable heat fatigue. Yeah, you not get the in heat the, in sweat. goddamn July, like the where your fucking shirt just sticks to and your nipples to get start getting rubbed raw. Yeah, fuck July. No, that's what I'm saying. Summer, summer is the worst. It's the worst season, in my opinion. It's my my least favorite. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, spring. Uh, I love spring, especially the beginning of spring when things just start to thaw. I like winter too, but winter gets old about. A month after in. Christmas, yeah, it gets a month in. You, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not even. It's just like five days fuck. in. I'm like, okay, okay, with the snow. Get rid of January and get rid of July. Cancel July. We need a ten month year. Yeah, the years are too long, and the penises are too short. That's true. Never thought about how short my penis is. Thank God it's the you circumference see, of a coffee. Now, now that you're so much skinnier, you can see <laughs> just how short it is. Yeah, it's only nine and a half inches. Mm. It's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably fully insert that in most people. Most people, unless they got real thick cheeks. Yeah, then you <laughs> talk about you those, ever been, those thick honeys. You ever been cramming cramming one in the shitter and you can't get it all the way in because them cheeks are so thick? Nah. Really? Me neither. Not really. Me neither. <laughs> I guess that's just a me thing. Yeah, I guess so. Um my favorite things. Hmm. I don't really have much. I, I watched like a series called uh, Unbelievable about the, the girl that was attacked and raped, and then uh, the cops didn't believe her, and uh, they made her, they sort of like talked her into retracting her statement, and they charged her with false reporting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, God. 
Oh, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just keeps going. And uh, since that happened, this guy got away, and he did it to a bunch of other people, and it all comes together. It's, re- it's a really good series. It has uh, Caitlin Deaver. Uh, she's like a young actress. She was in um, Justified. And one of the best lines from something is like she's stuck in – she's a little kid at this point. She's stuck in jail, and, and Raylan, the main character, walks in, and she goes, What the shit, Raylan? Because <laughs> it's in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that uh- – Walton Goggins. No, no Walton, it's Timmy Oliphant. Timmy Timmy Oliphant is uh, the main character. Walton Goggins is his uh, adversary, but he's great. Walton Goggins God. is a goddamn national treasure. Baby Billy. I did watch. I watched that. <laughs> it was good. So it's a, it's a limited series. It's on Netflix. Just 10, 10 episodes. I think. Were you watching the Hitler Youth thing? Yeah. Okay. I started it. Then I started falling asleep, so I went to bed. Some of those are not well made. They don't hold your attention very well. No. Have you watched any of the Ken Burns? I've watched, I believe I started Civil War. It's so great, but it is a put you to sleep or two. It's I mean, a slog. It's, all it's, these all these documentaries that are just scrolling the 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 um the the camera scrolling over just a picture of something. Yeah. It's those are a little rough on me, but I do like hearing the story. His are his are tremendous. Uh Civil War, the war about World War Two. He's got one about Vietnam now. Um I want to watch baseball. the baseball one because I baseball one is good. I don't even like baseball. It might rekindle my love for baseball at some point. I, just, I like the history of baseball and all that stuff, and like the they go through the history of the Negro Leagues and Satchel Page and Josh Jackson, I think his name was, who was the biggest hitter, and um how the the legend of how baseball was created is a complete lie. Abner Doubleday, Abner Abner Doubleday made the whole fucking thing up or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not true. Um then uh, jazz is a good one. Jazz is is a really good one, but it's a it's a slog too. And then the West, which is the West, which is the dealing with you know the westward expansion and destruction of Native American tribes and all that stuff. And somebody needs to really do a definitive, and there hasn't been one yet. Oddly enough, the de- definitive documentary of just the Native American experience from first contact till modern day. It's not been made yet. I mean, well, I mean. Well, there, there are books. well, there's 500 nations, which is the closest they came, you know, but, you know, for one thing, and this is, I know this is going to not ruffle some feathers, but get some eye rolls. White people on the whole don't like to hear about that kind of stuff. They don't want to hear about slavery and they don't want to hear about the destruction of Native America. It makes them feel bad. Like, it's not your fault. You weren't there. I mean, it makes me nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me proud. Do you hear what Richard, what Richard Spencer said? Oh, I mean, I want to, I want to, I do want to see that. I heard a little bit of it, but I found this this morning. So this was a favorite-ish thing. It's just a nice little. George, George, look at me. I think of. Okay, forget about the zipper. These stories have not been embellished because they need no embellishment. They're simply, horrifyingly, the story of my life as a short, stocky, slow-witted, bald man. <laughs> it's just so frustrating. It's a They should have cut out the laugh track. It's hard to do. It's not. You know, we're living in a society. <laughs> we're supposed to act in a civilized way. Oh, this is the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> Even the wits 
breaking when there are clouds in the sky. Anyway, I like it. It's not really that interesting now that we're <laughs> that we're watching it. <laughs> uh, um, apparently, last night on the AEW pay per view, the Rock and Roll Express showed up. Oh, we saw Ricky on the outside. Side. Oh, look at this, Ricky going over the top. <laughs> Ricky Morton. Hello, hello, Rock and Roll. You're never too old. Where was this on? The AEW pay per view. I didn't watch it. But now he does a suicide dive. <laughs> 60-some years old. <laughs> I met him before. He's great. He's awesome. He's such a friendly guy. Did he call you brother? Yes, he, he did. did. <laughs> he was in the Hooters with Moose, and uh, I was like kind of starstruck for a second, and he, he, was, he was talking, and he's he was just, you know, he had the hair and all that stuff. He was just Still so... has the hair. He was so friendly. Like, uh, what's the the franchise? Shane, Shane Douglas? Douglas? He was so Super fucking nice. nice, man. So was And so was uh, Manny Fernandez. Even though you mistaken mistaken him for a different, I'm sure that happens all the time. I guarantee it. So it's you know, I I wish I hadn't done that, but you know, yeah. Let's look up to the Richard Spencer rant. That'll be more. um, What do you got in that, John? This is um, it's a 9.5 alkali pH alkaline water with uh, beetroot powder and uh, I I take that mixed greens powder. I take both those. I put them in my, in my protein shake. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're not doing the beetroot thing, that's you should try it. I, f- I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it opens up your blood vessels and yeah, nitro, you get, you nitro, get, nitro, you get better oxide. muscle pumps and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's very good for your whole system, but mm-hmm. cardiovascular. Oh, yeah. A whole shebang. I'm trying to find like the original audio of his rant, but I can't find it. It's just people's review of his rant. I just want the original one. I don't want to hear anybody's. Maybe. Let's try it. This is from Breakfast Club, even though I do like Charlemagne. Charlemagne the God. Yeah, he's. I like him. It's pretty funny. A little bit of a mix goes to white supremacist Richard Spencer. You know who Richard He's got a great is, voice. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's an alt-right white nationalist activist who is attempted to think. And they but sometimes I get the impression and marginalized and standing up for themselves. I get the impression that he's a, a by default a racist. Okay, and a um, white person listening to me right now turning red. Listen, like a f- if you don't think Richard Spencer is a cracker ass cracker, it's probably because you're a cracker ass cracker too. Roll it. We are coming back here like a f-ing hundred times. I am so mad. I am so f-ing mad at these people. They don't do this to f-ing me. We're gonna f-ing what the fuck are you talking about? I wonder. Humiliate them. I am coming back. This is directly after that girl got ran over at that Charlottesville rally. This is his. He's making it about himself. See the the thing about this guy. Um, is he needs to be shot in the face? He's a complete complete piece of shit. Well, it's it's that he's not come to terms with the fact that he's a homosexual. Well, that's part. Yeah, that's definitely part of it too. That's the same thing with all these um, extremist alt alt right guys. Yeah, they just have not come to terms with the fact that they're gay. Yeah, and it's weighing on them. They just need to release themselves. That's what it is. And so he's just screaming about this girl that got ran over and killed. And he's making it all about himself. Back here every weekend if I have to. Like, this is never over. I win. 
put that out yeah man uh milo yiannopoulos, yiannopoulos because he's a he's a little cunt himself i mean he's well he's milo he's uh he's a troll yeah and he's a i don't fucking like his ass either i think he's pretty funny he's fun no don't get me wrong man i can think somebody's funny and still dislike them yeah i think trump is hilarious sometimes but i fucking despise him you know what i mean same with with milo i just don't fucking like him i think he's a jerk off I think that he does every. Of course, he's a troll, so he does everything for attention. He's all that shit. I fucking despise him. And Alex Alex Jones, he's done some things that legitimately make me laugh out loud. I despise his ass too. I mean, I just, I don't, I can't stand those kind of people where they just, I, I don't do have, whatever. With respect to with respect to Trump, I don't have it in me to dislike someone who has prevented not only World War Three but World War Four as well. <laughs> I mean, you can't separate them. I mean, it's, it's like you know how W W one W W two were kind of connected. Yeah, that they were, you know, they both caused you know one one caused two, mm-hmm. three and four would have been like that too if Trump hadn't absolutely one beaten Hillary. Yep, but yeah, that's uh, Richard Spencer's his whole thing is that he's just not cool with the fact that he likes dudes. <laughs> Man, that he just sounds like a, I mean, he just sounds like a mentally ill person. Yeah, one hundred percent. Why? why would I don't think give, he's mentally ill. I why think, would you pay any attention to this person? Uh, he's for one thing he's he's one of these guys who he speaks well enough that you think he's intelligent but he isn't yeah. he's an idiot and he he he's uneducated about things too he might not be an idiot but he's one of these guys who's uneducated he does, hasn't taken time to learn anything he said something like you know he's sitting there debating a a, 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 guy, a black reporter a guy from britain and saying well no white people came up with everything agriculture and all this stuff it's like what no we didn't it's like that's that's Semitic, Hemitic and Semitic peoples. That's, you know, the Fertile Crescent, you know, Mesopotamia. Those are all, they're not white people. Those are Arabic people. And, you know, well, in it, the beginning, there were no white people. It was just. We were actually black at the time that we started doing agriculture yeah. in Europe. We were still black. Okay, but I'm saying that that group. Right. You know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, that, that eventually became us. The, the uh, yeah, the, the people that became white people. Sure. That became us are not. You know, responsible for, for for in the, in the at least in the in the rec- dim recesses of history, responsible for virtually anything. I mean, you know, you can say the the Romans gave the world roads and laws and all that stuff, and the Greeks. Yes, that's true, but that was just taken again from Hammurabi, and you know, I mean, it's none. Of, he's completely uneducated about anything, you know, and but there's lots of people like that. I had a friend posted. And I busted his ass for this, and he still gets on. He still rolls his eyes when I bring it up. He said he posted something on Facebook. Native Americans, man, had all this stuff without roads, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "No, that's completely false." What you just fucking put up? I mean, they had roads, they had cities, they had all these things that other places in the world had. And as a matter of fact, in a comparable time period, were more advanced. You know, so they also had agriculture. Like they managed, they like managed most of the land here it wasn't yeah. like it was just wilderness they exactly. were fucking burning it and plant they were creating like food for us and 
burning giant forests down to create more space for berries and pasture for wild animals and things. Absolutely. They managed this whole fucking... There's more and more evidence that they were managing basically the whole continent. And then 95% of people got walked out, wiped out by disease, so it re- had rewilded a little bit by the time Lewis and Clark and all those folks had right. started dicking off around here. Which one do you like better, Lewis or Clark? I'm, Jerry Lewis or Dick Clark? I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit biased because because Lewis is my middle name. Yeah, yeah, Jerry Lewis. Lady Clark, uh, he's a uh, one of his brothers, or that whole family was famous. They were um, wilderness people. They were part of the Tidewater uh, Virginia elite, but they were uh, George Rogers Clark. I think is the one who. Uh, he was like a general and stuff. He stayed at the at the Glen Ferris Inn. Oh hell yeah! When it was the Stockton Tavern, seventeen ninety. So there they were. They traipsed that that group. The the um, that area a period of time with uh, you know the struggle with uh, with the Native American, the French and Indian War. There's a lot of that of history or like that around here. I mean, it's a lot, a lot of you know Washington came through here. You know, it was. It was a way station between, you know, east and west. So, you know, a lot of battles were fought here and stuff. Another favorite thing that I happen to come across is the MAGA challenge. It is um, people rapping about Donald Trump. And this is the one that I've uh, found the most uh, amazing. This is a Twitter thing, I believe. So here's this nice gal. I'm a MAGA kid. I'm a MAGA kid. I'm here to blow up the liberals list. School shootings, both files and vaccines. Today, it is really hard to be a teen. Now listen up, Greta. This message is for you. We are warriors of God, and we're praying for you. How dare you? How dare you? Spread fear with your ego, but the truth is where we go. Oh, she Our flipped human it. rights come from God, not government. Brainwash mm. puppet, you were sent. You liberals out. Uh, spitting those hot bars. Really, really strange, but MAGA kids are now in the game. Unity and peace uh. is our prize. We what? hold our president way up high. Come on. Like an eagle, we will take flight. In God we trust. MAGA kids fight. In God we trust. MAGA kids fight. How you guys feel about that? <laughs> I think it's pretty. I like it. Representative. I like her flow. That group of people. Good flow. I mean, I'd compare it to Tupac, you know? <laughs> Maybe Cool G Rap. She's good. Who? I mean, cool G Rap. He's Cool G Rap. Underground, son. Yeah. I've not been involved in hip hop so long. I mean, it's super duper 80s underground. And maybe, uh, maybe compare him to maybe like Big Daddy, compare her to Big Daddy Kane. Oh, yeah. You want me to play that or you want to plug it? It don't matter. I'll find it. It's in, in the messages. I don't know if we've played this before, but I think you're we were, we like were supposed it. to do it last week and we missed yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to hear your live reaction to it. Here we go. Oh, they got an ad before it. These these, these dudes are making money off this. I like it. Shotgun shack, and you may find yourself in another part of the world. 
Facial expressions just, I same fucking hate it. I mean, it's just. I love him. I know you do. It's mostly because I'm sexually attracted to him, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm what they would call a political retard. I don't know anything about anything, but I do know what I'm sexually attracted to. And I don't think I've ever been more sexually attracted to anybody than Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. I want. I, I want Donald Trump inside of me. I, I mean, want to be the bottom. I, 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 well, you'd have to be. I would never be the bottom for anyone else. I mean, that's understandable. But Donald <laughs> Trump, Donald Trump, I would let him have me. Deep. 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 And I want him to gape me. What about Don Jr.? He seems like a nice enough guy, I guess. I'm just not attracted to him like I am his dad. All joking, uh, not, not joking aside, but. Did you hear that somebody snuck into a bookstore and changed the, the title of his book from Triggered to uh, Daddy, Please Love Me? <laughs> <laughs> it changed every fucking... Like, hey, what, what about... They if, must have printed off like... Yes! <laughs> they spent money to do this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and one of the lines in his book was, after seeing the fallen dead at uh, Arlington National Cemetery, I reminded the sacrifices our family has made. I was just like... Oh, God. I was like, what the... F- you're completely out of touch. I mean, that's that's that group. They're just they don't understand. Yeah, I like to take things and make them about myself a lot, but that's taking it to a whole other level. Well, everybody does that to a certain degree. That's normal human behavior. I mean, but there comes a point where it's that sounded like the beginning of Fox on the Run. That's my all-time favorite. Is that Fox on the Run? You guys ready to quit this episode? You guys yeah, done? I, get to the, I have two to the little. Rivers. Two little pieces of news I want to cover. Okay. Just real quick. You got 45 seconds. No, I'm, I so I'm joking. I don't, I don't be able to cover it that much. So the Business Insider article I shared, uh, China is reportedly sending men to sleep in the same beds as, I don't know how to pronounce this, a Muslim tribe. Uyghur, I think. Uyghur, Uyghur Muslim women while their husbands are in prison camps. Um, so... There's an ethnic cleansing going on in China right now. Yeah, yeah. so basically they've got a lot of these men, um, you know, they're basically persecuting this, these Muslim groups really bad. And a lot of the men are like in prison camps. And so they're sending these Chinese officials, these who are ethnically, uh, what is it, Yan or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the, the higher level Chinese ethnicity, 
who are government authorities coming to live with these families to teach them. Basically, they're just breeding the women. They're sleeping in the same beds with these they're women. They're doing prima nocta is what they're doing. Prima nocta, yeah. yeah. And, um, and, but they're like teaching them about um, just basically indoctrinating them, living with them, indoctrinating them to promote ethnic homogeneity, you know, ethnic, um, you know, it just, they're basically, it's just like the most evil shit you can imagine. Oh, yeah. And this is, um, this is the Communist Party of China. This is what they do. Uh, the, Han, the Han Chinese officials, who are called relatives, even though they are not family, visit Kashgar every two months and work and eat with the Uyghur, Uyghur families as well as to discuss commun, Communist Party political ideology. They help the families with their ideology, bringing new ideas, he told RFA. They talk to them about life, during which time they develop feelings for one another. Jesus. He added that normally one or two people sleep in one bed, and if the weather is cold, three people sleep together, and that is now considered normal normal for families to sleep on the same platform with their paired male, male relatives. Uh, well, there's, you know, there's some really human juicy beings stuff. just aren't they the worst, just the worst to each other, man. Um, I mean, because that, that's, that's I don't think that's going to happen here. No, I'm just saying. I mean, it's not. Uh, I'm it's, saying human beings in general. I mean, are just. There's a capacity for human beings to do really shitty stuff, and there's yeah. also, but there's also a, a lot of people who are really great, at, you know, who are genuinely. That's what I was saying, though. I'm not making you know, the argument that human beings are bad. I'm saying that human yeah. beings' capacity to hurt each other is really, is fairly boundless. But the fact that this is a state program, this is the, this is the government doing this like uh i can't find the right quote right now but um it it just blows my mind and uh that the chinese government said trump has been silent about it like because the chinese government basically said if you if you make a big stick about this it's going to fuck up our trade deal like we're gonna you know and the, the trade deal is a big deal like it <laughs> like there there's lives depending on that yeah so um um yeah, that's what's happening in China. Yep. So, you know, you, there's that. Oh, the other um, the other piece of news uh, is that um, they've, there's a new piece of science that shows that, you know, normally, so there's fight or flight response, right? So if you're scared, you know, if something elicits that, your endorphins kick in, like your adrenal glands, you get adrenalized, you know, you get, you get ready to either have to fight or have to run and it like affects your performance, like your physical performance. Um, but they, what they found is, is that it's not adre- adrenaline is not responsible for that because they were confused because even mammals, it's, it's only, bo- it's only um, mammals with bones that, that can do this. And they found that it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with adrenaline that it actually has to do with your bones releasing a chemical called, um, loading it right now i think it was osteocalcin yeah your bones release a chemical called osteocalcin which kicks the whole thing off and they found that in mice that they they genetically engineered these mice to shut off that that chemical they don't have fight or flight response so the whole shebang it goes to the old saying i can feel it in In my my bones bones, literally when you when you get scared and you're like oh shit you know something's going down there's a bar fight happening or you know when, when you get that adrenaline, there's feeling, a black guy near your bones. <laughs> your bones are releasing some of their shit, some of the stuff in the bones that gets into your bloodstream that causes 
that whole thing to happen. Animals without bone structures, without like uh, invertebrates and things like that. I don't know you say. You said mammals without bones. I was like, I don't think there are any. I'm talking about an- animals without <laughs> bones. Ha- have, have a little charity. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you misspoke. I'm just fucking but, with you. <laughs> but um, that's view, not a mistake you would make. The view of bones uh, as merely an, assemb- an assembly of calcified tubes is deeply entrenched in our uh, biomedical culture, uh, Carsanti says. But about a decade ago, the lab hypothesized and demonstrated that the skeleton has hidden influences on other organs. And so the idea, so they get, the idea is that as bones evolved as a way to protect your body, your skull protects your brain, your rib cage protects your organs, the whole structure makes you stronger so you can't get crushed. And because it evolved as a protective organ, your skeletal structure, it evolved other protective measures other than just the physical present, the the obvious shit, which is the structure, that there's actually chemical, your bones actually have an intelligence. There's actually, they release chemicals and shit. And we're just now finding out about this. Hmm. Isn't it great that science has already figured everything out and we're 100% sure about everything (laughs) because science? It's like every few weeks, it's like every every day day, there's something new that we had no fucking idea about. Or things that we knew that then they discounted, but then they found out that they were actually yeah. true to and begin then, with. And then 10 years from now, it might flip again. Exactly. How many times have they gone back and forth on eggs? Are eggs good for you or are they bad for you? It does a whole sense Always thing. go back. That egg council got to you too, didn't I mean, they? <laughs> we, we used to believe that the earth was spherical. And now we know that it's actually shaped like a combo pretzel snack with the cheese sucked out. <laughs> and if you go, that's that's how come you can fly like around the equator and go around the world because you're right in the middle of the combo snack, you know, the middle belt of it. But I haven't but seen go, any giant chunks of salt. If you go, what do you think? Um, what do you think icebergs and glaciers glaciers are? You just blew my mind. <laughs> and if you go north, if you go all the way north, like to the North Pole, you actually go. And you keep going, you actually go inside the combo pretzel snack. It doesn't come out the other side. You go into the tube. Yeah. That's where Santa Claus is, the elves, the aliens. That's where everybody Easter is. Buddy. Demogorgon. If you go south, it's the same deal, but you're going into the other side of the combo. Think about it. Wow. Wow. There was a study, there's some sort of study done, and um, they determined somehow through structure. Um, melody and all that stuff that uh, Obla D Obla Da is the perfect pop song by the Beatles. So that's the song we're going to go out on. Okay. Thanks for listening. Episode 236. Because it's Corky Hatcher's favorite song. <laughs> Tell everybody to listen to us. Buy the shirts. tpublic.com slash user slash pillow. We got radio. merch. We got merch. Get a coffee mug too. Coffee mug. Go uh, to Babcock stickers. State Park. You stickers. Go yeah. to Get. fucking Babcock State Park. You faggots. Thanks for listening. Good night and go fuck yourself.